Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. They're back! Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds tickers and sports line boards, refreshed dark and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished, and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 This is the end right here. Yep. Let us entertain you for the next four hours. We got a hell of a show today. Brian Posehn will be here later on. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, seeing him. Comedian, star of stage and screen. In fact, I forgot he was on The Big Bang Theory. Oh, he's been he's been on a lot of TV shows. He's usually like, hey, we need awkward, tall, nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's get get me Posehn. <laughs> he's at uh, Helium this weekend. He's the so, Fraser Crane of of the uh, 2000s. He's the same character everywhere he goes yeah, and nails guy. it every I time. I forgot he was the biologist on Big Bang Theory yeah. and therefore the final taping. So I'm sure he's got some stories about that. So that just happened, right? I think this week. Oh. I think this week they, they kind of wrapped. Hmm. Oh, this week was the final taping? Yeah. Gotcha. That's cool. I'm sure he'll have some, have some stories. Big metalhead, too. Like a huge metalhead, Brian Posehn. Is it, did he get in an accident? No, no, his type of music. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, the genre of music he likes is, uh, <laughs> is uh, I don't know if you've heard of it before, but it's heavy metal. <laughs> Been hanging around Scott Have you heard of, uh, you heard of this type of music here? Heavy metal.
he likes that type of music. Imagine okay. if somebody just got in the car. Format change. Uh, good morning. Uh, so we'll play a game with him, and we haven't played this in a long time, and I love it. It's the lullaby game. So it's lullaby versions of hard rock songs, and we'll see how big of a metal fan he is if he could pick the songs. I love that game. Now, if it's we ever tough. have a comedian come in that is a huge fan of lullabies, we should do the same mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, know? exactly. We'll have metal versions of lullaby songs. Believe it or not, those exist. Yeah. <laughs> they do? Yeah, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star oh, and, yeah. and all that. Rockabye yeah. Baby, but You're metal. Right. Yeah. You're right. Also, a great batch of Friday Fail stories today. Crab on Celebrities, News, Sports, Headline, Hooge. And two people in this room saw Endgame. Yesterday. Oh, by the way, I should say the uh, the real or fake results before we're here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to skip I kind of slipped my mind. <laughs> I'm on the bubble this week, fellas. King Scott with the boop sweep could close out the competition. <sighs> yeah, and I'm on fake island. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. And I am on screwed island. <laughs> <laughs> Knew this fall on Fox. So, Patrico and Moon, surprisingly, didn't go together, but saw Endgame mm-hmm. yesterday. Thoughts? Well, first, I want your score. I want out of 10, Tony Patrico, Endgame. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Wow. 10 out of 10. It's a 10. Yep. 10 out of 10. What theater did you go to? Uh, What the hell is it called? The Real, one in the streets of St. Charles. Real memorable. Oh, that's a, is that AMC? a Lowe's? AMC. Yeah. Not Lowe's. AMC. Thinking, are there any Lowe's theaters around here? I think I so. Think Lowe's. I don't think so. I, thought there was, I think there's like some of the smaller ones are. Huh. A Lowe's around here? Maybe I'm wrong. Why did I think Lowe's? Wait, anyway, like the hardware place? I mean, <laughs> no, there's a Lowe's. L O W S. I thought some of the cool, L-O, like. Yeah, is it L O W E S or L O E W S? I think it's L O E W S. Yeah, I think some of the indie or independent theaters. By the way, is it one of those theaters with the. And that's a newer one, so it's probably got the reclining seats. Oh, hell yeah. It had reclining seats for sure. Was it crowded? Uh, Crowded ish. For a noon show on a Thursday. Thursday show. Yeah, there was probably. I would say, if I had to guess, there was probably 50 seats in the theater, and probably 30 of them were full. Wow. Damn. Was there anybody sitting directly next to you? Yes. I was not in the aisle. Oh, my, wow. My wife, in the surpri- my wife surprised us. We were we were pretty much in the middle. We were in the middle, like, going up, and in the middle of the theater. So, I mean, dead central. Perfect. And your thoughts? Because you're, you're an aisle guy. Always, did, <clears throat> always been an aisle guy. It didn't really bother me. However, I I I now know why I prefer to be on the aisle because I just don't like uh, having people sit next to me. And a good view with those <laughs> <laughs> with those seats, those those nice big kind of lounge chairs they have. Yeah, I mean the it's theaters. not like they were on top of me, but I mean I they were right next to me, and I saw what I saw. Like, What'd you see? I mean, patoots, bare patoots, no shoes, no socks, right next patoots, to you, directly next to me. To the point where were they there up was, on the seat back? No, no they were the next reclined. to me, like reclined up oh, next so to me. Oh, so their feet were directly. Next to feet. So, like, when was uh, the last so, time you were in a movie, Jeff? Probably the one that you that we all saw. Uh, Age of Ultron, the, yeah. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, whenever we took over the whole theater. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, quite a quite a while it was ago. Black and white, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and that's but, all for the last for the last hour of the movie. That's all I saw uh, in the corner of my eyes was edge and, and wiggling the toes. Too. So and that oh wiggling that theater, the toes. That theater had the had the recline that I'm talking about. The last time I was in, I don't remember though. Are your feet in the direct? Like, can you see your toes as you're watching the screen since your feet are up? Yeah, where are else they would they go? High? Yeah. Well, I don't know how high they're up. Tony is what I'm talking about. Are they down no. here? I mean, they're right. I mean, in your, you can you can see. View. I mean, it's just like a recliner chair, like. 
Okay, but some are kind of chairs your feet are here and some no, of them are no, here. Like I'm just a standard, saying, your feet yeah. are in your in your line of sight. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, man, and they had their toes out. Oh yeah, God. And I'm sure were they to your left or right? Oh. Left, <sighs> right in your periphery. And and did you did you see at certain points in the movie toes curl up? No, but like when there was like a dull point, point I saw like the toes went. Oh no! Oh, like the toes oh, got bored. No. Yeah. Like some people oh, twiddle no. their thumbs. Oh, no. <laughs> they were twiddling toes. Yeah, it I was, thought that'd be a ruiner for me. It wasn't a ruiner, but I mean, it was something that I definitely <laughs> noticed. Did this person, it was, a, it was a female. It was. Did this person come in with shoes and socks on and remove their shoes and socks? <laughs> no or, sandals, or like sandals. dressy sandals. <clears throat> and I don't know how long the patoots were out. I mean, they were out to begin with because they were in sandals. But I don't know how long till the shoes kicked off because it was at one point where I was watching the movie and there was a noise to my left and I looked and I was like, Bup, our feet are out. Oh my God, we got toes. Was she cracking her toes? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moon, out of 10. If it's a round number that uh, you need, on, I would give Just, it nine. Oh, nine. Okay. If it's not a round number? Uh, somewhere around the... 8.75. 8. 8.75. 8.75, 8 yeah. Remember, I gave it a 9.5, half a point off for length. Mm. I need to watch it again. I don't think the, the length did not bother me one It did bit. go quick. It did, not, it did not feel like I was there for three hours. It honestly did not bother me one and that's, bit. And that's just me nitpicking. And I tried my best after the movie, and like you know, as the movie was going on, I was like, "All right, what can make, they cut out? Make note if we can cut this out." And I, the whole time, I'm like, "I don't know what you could cut out." There know. was one small part where I was like, eh, "The movie doesn't really change if you take out this whole subplot. Like, if you take that whole thing out, I don't think it really matters." However, I think it it added to the movie. Huh? Yeah. I, I could you could you imagine any part of that movie being cut out because they had to tie everything together? Just a few seconds in the beginning, maybe. Just a, like certain shots, not any. I mean, we're talking they had to a tie few up, seconds. They had to tie up pretty much every <laughs> loose end because that was it. That was the end of the event. That was the end of that series of Marvel Marvel movies. Yeah, length didn't bother me. I love long movies. Actually, it's one of my favorite. Again, things. it didn't bother me. I'm just being a jerk and nitpicking. <laughs> Moon, I'm emailing you what what <laughs> plot part I think they could have took out. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm curious. I couldn't think of anything. I do need to see it again. Was there any cheering in the theater? No, there was, there was no cheering. There was not, emotion, but no cheering. A lot, there was emotion in, in our theater. But there was some cheering at the right time. I told you what point. And it was warranted because it was pretty awesome. Oh, you know what? Now that I do say that, there was one part where there was a guy that was around us. I don't know where he was sitting. But I know he was by himself because I remember him on his phone playing music before the movie started. And somebody was like... Is somebody playing music? And he goes, figured if we're going to sit here in silence, might as well listen to Skinner. And I'm like, oh, get out of here. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he was the guy that when, when something would happen, when something would happen and like, you know, oh, here comes Captain America and he's punching this guy in the head. He would go, hell yeah. Oh, by himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Wow, man. Oh, hell yeah. I'm like, oh, man. And every time I look at my wife, my wife's dying laughing. And like something, and something was, crazy happens, and he was and he available goes, oh, for ish. a movie at uh, at noon on a Thursday. Huh. <laughs> Interesting, shocking. <laughs> it was. This was one of the weirdest movie theater going experiences I've ever had. By the way, because the theater didn't even they didn't even let us inside the building until eleven thirty. 
What? And our movie was at noon. Ours was not nowhere near packed. What time did no, you No, 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 no. I mean, moon. I'm talking about the doors were locked from the outside. Right, right, right. Like, they wouldn't even let us in the lobby. Like, ours was like, just walk right in. There's hardly anybody here. What time did you go? Um, Five o'clock. Maybe five. Oh, so you got out around nine. Five o'clock. Yeah, well, you, you texted around nine o'clock last night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was later. Was it just but, kind of a, on a whim thing that you went? It was a last minute thing. Yeah, my my kiddos and I were talking about it, and I'm like, "Well, okay, let's go. Might as well do it. We got the time. Let's go now. Let's go." So, so it's a noon showing, and you know how like I mean, we don't all know how movies work. When you get there, if it's a noon movie, you get there at 11:30. They're playing some you know movie trivia or like you know something's mm-hmm. on the screen, uh, whether it be commercials or whatever. We walk in there, nothing. There's nothing. It's bl- completely pitch black. We can't even see. The lights aren't even on. So, like, everybody's got their phone out trying to find their row in their seat. And we sit down. Still, nothing. I look at my watch. It's 12.07. Nothing. Wow. That's all of a sudden, someone all, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, somebody runs into the theater, you know, wearing the uniform going, sorry, guys, sorry. Runs up. You can hear him go into the room. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Now the, now the commercials and everything. And literally, it went from black screen to, boom, Godzilla trailer. Godzilla trailer. <laughs> Kyle on Twitter just sent us a photo from, uh, I guess he was at the theater last weekend, and somebody taking up two seats, laying across two seats, because you could put the armrest up on some of these, on some of these reclining chairs. Recline the the armrest up. They're reclining. Oh my god! Over two seats, uh, and their bare feet on the back of the seat. Uh, you are dis- you're a disgusting pig. Yeah, that's pretty Like bad. one bare foot up on the back. Where my head would go. Where your head would go. Oh. And then they are just lounging, eating popcorn. Man, that's so rude. That's so inconsiderate. Ah, it's my theater. Just like my living room, right? No problem. Sure. Kick off your feet. Nobody else yeah, in I mean, the kick entire off your world. This costs okay. money, man. Kick off your shoes. You do, want to, you do need to kick off your feet. I do want to cut off their feet. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you won't be needing these anymore. You don't deserve them. <laughs> So 8.75, uh, Patrico gives it a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Any interest in seeing it at all, Jeff? Uh, Not really, no. Because you would definitely have to see <laughs> lots Infinity of movies. War. Yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything it's not gonna for happen. me at all. No, no. I think uh, for me, if I am going to put the time into sitting down and watching a movie, it has to be something that I can believe really would happen mostly. Not 100%, but it doesn't entertain me, that kind of stuff. For whatever like the reason. fantasy, yeah. unless it's of the sexual nature. Right. <laughs> hey, before people tear me apart, by the way, for my for my score, I I have good reasons. I'm just not gonna say them because I don't want to spoil anything. And I had a big conversation with my son, and I was like, "Listen, we are the not we are not the type of men to to spoil anything for anybody. We are not gonna go." Were there signs up you, saying, "Please do not spoil it"? No, not that I saw. But um, I told him, I was like, "If if people are talking about this tomorrow at school, make sure you don't say." You know what, or or this part, or any of that. And we had a big conversation about it. Now, I do think the ending was a ten. I gave the ending one hundred percent a ten. I think they wrapped it up. Beautifully. I mean, you ask our video production department in this building, and they're saying it's the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the greatest movie I've seen uh, ever. Yeah, especially in the theaters. <laughs> huh? It has everything that I want in a movie, except for boobs. <laughs> But it's got everything else I want. <laughs> Suspense, drama, comedy, action. It's got yeah, everything Jeff I want. Jeff gave it a five. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff gave it a five out of ten. I'm waiting for the porn parody. Uh, here, here we go. Here we go. 
So I, I've been waiting for this because we talk about Star Wars. We talk about Marvel movies. I've been waiting for this. Superhero movies are gay, bro. Okay. There are okay. gay superhero movies. You can go watch those, sir. And or madam. Opening weekend, the thing made a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, okay. Tom Brady sucks, too, and so does Nickelback, right? <laughs> yeah, while well, you guys are watching your nerd stuff, yeah. I'm at the strip club. Yeah. yeah. I was drinking <laughs> Jägermeister watching hockey. Ever seen the movie Warrior? It's about an MMA fighter, and that's a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> while you nerds are watching your nerd movies, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the strippers. More for me. <laughs> You go to that movie theater and watch movies. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to punch a brick wall outside because that's what men do. And if you, want, if you want to argue about it, we could take it to the cage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, macho man. <laughs> I, it's funny because you asked me if I'll ever see it. I'll never see it. I wouldn't think. I can't imagine a scenario where I would see it. But what's interesting to me from a psychology standpoint is how into it people get. That's the entertaining part to mm -hmm. me. And I don't mean that in a putting you guys down way. I think it's fascinating because I'm that interested in into certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It fascinates me how much you guys are into this. It really is. I, think a lot I don't of feel like I've anything. invested a lot of time. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't know 95% of the characters you're talking about, mm -hmm. but it still fascinates I'll me because you, you guys are so yeah. into it. I think it's neat. I tell you what, looking forward to Star Wars next. I was just going to say, my I, next, think, I think, my next big I think thing. it's about timing and I think it's about investment and how much we've invested in it. Same goes for the Star Wars world. You can have a Star Wars movie that isn't the best and diehards like, like us will still support it and be all mm -hmm. about it and try not to trash it or any of that kind of stuff um which is interesting because i think some of the aspect that bothered me just just like a little itch on on endgame are the things that people are defending about endgame but it's the same type of people that complained about certain things in the last star wars movie i think with star wars we tend to have amnesia when it comes to the previous the previous movies like i thought force awakens was it was cool it was cool there were parts i i didn't love and then I, I forgot about it and was really excited about the next one, and which was okay. What, Rogue One? No, Rogue One was great. Now I'm talking about... Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. And I thought that was okay. I think I gave it a B plus, you know, B plus leading to an, to an A minus. And I see the trailer for this new one, and I'm like, oh, my God. I forgot about what I hated about the other ones, and I'm so geeked out about this new yeah, one. It, that, I, that was the first thing that I, I, I thought about, because I remember when you saw Last Jedi, you were like, it's okay. You, you said it just like that. You're like, it's okay. I don't hate it. I didn't love it. It's okay. And then that trailer came out, and you were like, oh, boy. Oh, I'm like, man. whoa, man. Totally like, ripped out. But just remember, not every Marvel movie was... Absolutely incredible. Either what was it, Iron Man two or three? Was I mean a little bit Iron of a, Man two a drag, not a drag, but it wasn't my yeah, it was favorite. Still good though, still good. Yeah, that's funny because these these for you guys that are so big of fans of this, they set such bar high uh, high bars for themselves. They're good movies. When something like Iron, Iron Man three or something comes out, and it's not so great. You're like, eh, like Guardians of the, the Galaxy two. It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. Still good. Yeah, maybe good. maybe that's the one. I, there's there's a couple in there where if you ask me the 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 plot, I'd go, um, I don't really remember. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Two was where Kurt Russell was his dad. Okay, remember? Yeah, yeah right, right, right. And he was. Oh yeah. I remember scenes, Ego. but I don't remember. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, on the full. It's all right. It's all right. 
All right, enough endgame talk until we get to a crap on celebrities. I'm sure it's chock full of it. Yeah, there's actually, we're talking about spoilers. There's some cool information about Oh, I, I think yeah. the uh, the directors actually said. Yeah. Like, gave it time. Like, all right, release the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> once it's reached, release once the spoilers! It's, once it's, it's reached a, a certain point, like, all right. You can tell. You can talk you can about tell it. people what happened yeah. to Thelma you and talk Louise. About <laughs> talk about the car. Uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. We had three brand new ads for you yesterday. John Patrico was here reading those for us. And if you would shut down the votes, we'll get to the uh, results here in just a moment. But kind of like a, a Freak of the Week extra. Police in Allendale, Michigan are looking for the guy who's been going around to stores asking women if they'd like to come back to his hotel to participate in a quote-unquote wrestling event. Oh, nice. Oh, neat. Oh, I didn't take all my flyers down? <laughs> no, that's the thing. There were no flyers. Oh, he was just walking around asking, huh? Yeah, one woman, she was at a Dollar Tree, and she says she was approached by this creepster. Immediately creeped out, she said. And he was looking for good-looking young women, physically fit women, to wrestle. Of course, immediate red flag. And she asked the guy, hmm, I'd like some more information. Do you have a flyer? Of course, he did not. He didn't have anything. And this woman kept chatting with this creepster, so maybe they could catch him on, on the store cameras. And she wound up sharing her story on Facebook with another woman, then hitting her up saying, Yeah, same dude came up to me and asked if I wanted to wrestle. <laughs> so silly. Here's that, uh, here's that first woman talking about it. This is the Dollar Tree chick. The world is full of creeps. A guy came around the corner, asked me if I go to the gym. He says that he's having an event down the road at the sleep-in. They're looking for good luck. Not even a nice hotel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have nice rings in the room, though. I'd like to... Uh... <laughs> yeah, each room comes with a timer, yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and a referee. What's that on TripAdvisor? The sleep-in. Looking physically fit. Oh, I get at the sleep-in. Where is this at again? They're disconnected. Ah, Allendale, Michigan. Looking physically fit women to wrestle to wear either your gym clothes or lingerie. Again, more. <laughs> <laughs> again. Wear your gym clothes or if you got lingerie on, you, you know, know I mean, just yeah. whatever is fine. Red flags thinking, okay, this can't be happening. And I all of a sudden got really uncomfortable. I knew there were cameras there. So part of me was also thinking ahead as a mom that if I can keep him talking, they'd be able to capture him on the camera. And he clearly thought I was younger than I am. So that's the only good point to all of this. Oh. So again, he was looking for good-looking young women who are physically fit. Now imagine. The reviews are good. Oh, are they? Out okay. Four out of five. How about for wrestling? Mm. Uh, other personal <laughs> business, let's see, room cleanliness, value, staff service facilities. I'm imagining what... Uh, wrestling, oh yeah. Host your event. Nice. How dejected you must feel if you see this guy just walk right past you and then go up to another woman to ask if she'd like to wrestle. Gosh. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> what about me? What about me? I, I like wrestling. I'm available. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, am, I, am I not good enough for your wrestling event? I have lingerie. So the cops want to talk to this guy just to make sure nothing illegal is going on. I mean, technically, what he's doing is not illegal. It's creepy, but, I mean, he's, he's done nothing wrong. But police say, eh, he could be planning something a bit more sinister. So we just want to make sure that everything's on the up and up here. That's like the guy back in the day. I don't know, Moon, if you remember this from back in the day in the Crestwood area. There was a guy that was walking around in Crestwood Mall with business cards 
asking asking people if they and females largely if they want to sign up for this like hey man you'd be a good model here's a card oh man call me or something to that effect and this guy just had a stack of business oh that's cards. the oldest trick in the book yeah wasn't there, I'll make you a star wasn't there a stand. Yeah, like a, a be a model stand. I never had thing? a stand. No, I just. <laughs> I mean, he, this guy never had a stand. Is what I meant. To say. What a racket that was, huh, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. You just go to Kinko's, get some uh, cards right. printed up, and I'll make you a star. I'm an I agent. met Julie right outside of Claire's. It was I'm an agent. Great. I'm a star maker. <laughs> All right, shut down the votes for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. It's time to crown a winner. One of these three will be moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs, vying. To have their name etched on the Jerry Sandusky Memorial plaque. And thank you all for your votes. And here's how it shook out. In third place, with just 13% of your vote, it was nominee number two. Here's Lubaka. Love to be humiliated. Woman for woman, 29-year-old, leads United Kingdom. Looking to be safely used and humiliated by a dominant, masculine, butch, Bitch. <laughs> must be white and must be mean. Must be ignorant, but also real life sweet and caring. Yeah. Disease free. Drugs are okay. I'm a buttoned up businesswoman Monday through Friday, but on weekends, I'm your slave. I am quite normal looking and unsuspecting. A bit on the hearty side, but not fat. When I punch out on Friday, I'm yours. I want to be beat, cut, slapped, bruised, and spit on. Use me as a loo. <laughs> Stick my head in the basin. I'm a dirty girl. Nothing on my face or hands. Everything else goes. If you want to rip my hair out by the roots, go ahead. I can wear a wiggy. Don't stop until you hear the safe word. If you want to use me for webcam shows, I'm fine with that. You're going to love my panty wookie. Can we set something up for this Friday? Please reply back with your availability. Always your whore. Thanks. All right. All right, that's uh, Lou Baca. You're a third-place finisher, which is 13% of your votes. Coincidence that Peter Mayhew died yesterday? Oh, crazy, boy, right? they killed him. Uh, what, yes. what, is, what does she say at the very beginning? Something about, like, very I look very unsuspecting or very... Uh, How yeah. did she put it? Uh, I'm normal-looking and unsuspecting. Normal-looking. When somebody says they're normal-looking, that's code for bucket of yuck. Well, it's usually somebody that brags about all the money they have. They have no money. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I promise I'm normal-looking. Oh, okay, Why, what's that or, throwing out of your hey, face? I'm very influential. Nobody knows <laughs> Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Peter Mayhew, the real Chewbacca. And she's got a panty wookie, so I guess. Oh, boy. His legacy. Hey, everybody his, grieves differently. His legacy lives on. <laughs> <laughs> so here is your runner-up with 24% of your votes. The winner had 63%. Your runner-up, ad number one, here is Scaly Joel Osmond. I love reptiles. Man for man, 37-year-old, Hanover, Germany. Anybody love reptiles like I do? Me. Since I was a wee one, I've been obsessed with turtles, snakes, lizards, and crocs. Even as a teen, I got turned on by dinos. Is it the scaly skin? The beautiful colors? Looking for like-minded scalies. If you want to role play, I'm all for it. 
I have a couple dragon costumes that would do nicely with all the holes in the right places. Size medium, large, and extra large. If you want to take it to another level, bring your reptiles over to my place for some fun. We can mess around while they crawl all over us. My collection includes snakes, chameleons, and non-violent turtles. I like turtles. Do not bring over baby crocs. My building won't allow it. Learn that the hard way. I will host. I have a baby pool we can set up and plenty of crickets to feed our beast. I do have some other animals roaming around my flat, but they are off limits. Scalies only. No first timers. Men only. Must be drug and disease free. Bring protection. I'm imagining his apartment does not smell great. No. There's probably lots of swords around too. Just yeah. reptiles and swords. <laughs> <laughs> On the yeah. wall or just kind of? On display. He also, when people come over, he goes, you, you dabble in swords? And then he goes, let me show you what I can do. And then he like does like. Can I get you on the wall, he's got like the, the stick with the chain and, yep. the, yeah, and the ball yeah, with yep. the spikes there's, on there's it. There's yeah. medieval weaponry. Yeah. He also <laughs> is throwing stars on the side of the mantle. <laughs> and he has one layer in his fridge that's full of cream soda. <laughs> yep, and, yeah, and you know what else? The he's guy got? who still buys cream soda. Yeah. Yep. He's the I guy. love cream soda. He, he also has. <laughs> he also has every variety of bagged cereal. You know, like the the Malto Mateys oh, or whatever it is, yeah. on top of his fridge, <laughs> all open, all open. <laughs> like even the even the, the I mean the the bag is just it's no they're all the bags. Like There's no boxes. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, bags, yeah. and they're just all there. They're just mm. open. Everyone loves cream soda, by the way, but no one buys it. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's one of those where you're like, you're right. oh, cream soda, ah, oh, what a treat. You ever have a, a like a, a, a like a cream soda float? <laughs> Sounds sure good. Yeah, vanilla ice cream. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do we get here? <laughs> On top of his TV, he's got a VHS copy of the best of NF, NS or SNL. Phil Hartman, for some reason, <laughs> I don't know why. That's a and good no, one. and no, and no VCR. <laughs> it's on top of a Blu-ray player. Yeah, an extensive laser disc collection. And a PS1. Uh, somebody's in the market for a Glade uh, plug-in. Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, time for the official Craigslist Freak of the Week. <laughs> He's the only reason for Breeze is still in business. Uh, I mean, the guy came in second place. Come on. Well, here's your winner. With 63% of your votes, it's nominee number three, El Crapo. You hold the key to my happiness. Woman for anyone. 48-year-old, voila. Hara, Mexico. <laughs> Mothers, please don't throw out your dirty diapers. I need them. My spiritual guide told me that baby's waste is the most pure and holiest of substances. He wants me to collect for him. We will perform a ritual in the future where I rub the feces all over him. It will bring all of us long life and good luck. It has worked for him, and I want it to work for me. He is 75, but has the mind and the body of a 35-year-old. Your baby's religion does not matter. You are welcome to join me at the ritual site to see for yourself. I do not have any money. I cannot pay for the diapers with pesos, but will pay you in spiritual dollars which are good for luck and happiness. My guide says to leave the movements inside the diaper. But if you use cloth diapers and need to transfer its contents, 
Try to keep it as fresh as possible. Only looking for infants to toddler diapers. Nothing over three years old. Please, no adults. All right, there you go. You are official Craigslist Freak of the Week with 63% of your votes. That's El Crapo. Fitting on uh, on a day, Friday, Sunday, Cinco de Mayo, right? I'm like, how the hell is this fitting? Where are we going? How the (laughs) hell is this? Well, we went to Mexico. And this weekend is Cinco de Mayo. You got there. Enjoy it. Where did we go again? It was, I believe it was Guadalajara. I think we went to, let me see if we could get there again. You hold the key to my happiness. Woman for anyone. 48-year-old Guadalajara, Mexico. (laughs) That was one of those words in the middle of you go, where am I going here? Where am I going? The funny thing is. You okay, Dad? So he asked me how to say every country, every place, because he does not know. So I said, Guadalajara, Mexico. And he goes, Guadalajara. I go, Guadalajara, Mexico. And he goes, Guadalajara, Mexico. I go, no, Dan. Perfect. I go, say it with me. I go, Guadalajara. And he goes, Guadalajara. I go, perfect. And then we get here and he goes, Guadalajara. I'm like, all right. Guadalajara. Guadalajara. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day comes to us from Guadalajara, Mexico. It's- <laughs> Tiffany Galbraith. Hey, Tiffany hey. Galbraith. Uh, listen, 24-7. She's the owner of a new cleaning service in Alton, Illinois, called Wicked Clean, which is wicked awesome. <laughs> when uh, she's cleaning, she's locked in on the podcast and doing office stuff. She listens on the radio. Loves Freak of the Week. Loves the headline Hooge. Former smoker has been smoke-free since July of 2017, and damn proud of it. Yeah. I'm proud of you, yeah. Tiffany. Tiffany Galbraith, is that how you say it? Yeah. From Alton, Illinois, is the Team Riz member of the day. Get the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Let me tell you about my insurance agent, the number one Allstate insurance agent in the St. Louis metropolitan area. That is Tracy Bibb. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody wants a good deal. And this is why you need to call Tracy to get that no obligation quote. And when you make the switch, maybe she could save you a couple hundred bucks off your premiums every year. Not going to know until you call her. 314-352-4494, 314-352-4494, or text QUOTE to 65780. We'll send you all her info. Tracy Bibb, Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Mother's Day right around the corner, May 12th, and there's no better way to say I love you to your mom than flowers from Walter Noel Florist. There are many moms in your life. Maybe it's a grandma or a daughter or an aunt or someone who has been like a mother to you. Here's what you need to do. WKF.com or give them a call. 1-800-341-ROSE. When you order from Walter Noel Florist, you know what you see is what you get, and that's a good thing in this circumstance because nothing to assemble. Everything is delivered exactly the way it looks on the website. So make Mom's Day on Mother's Day. Call 1-800-341-ROSE, order online at WKF.com, or stop by one of the locations. It's Walter Noel Florist. We know flowers. Yeah, dude. This is Steve-O, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Woo-hoo! So, uh, yesterday afternoon, I was uh, listening to ESPN Radio, our sister station, 101.1, and listening to the Fast Lane, the afternoon show, which is, I love that show. Randy Carricker and the crew there. Good and, stuff. uh, Man, they were giving Randy a lot of crap for, I guess, touching the Stanley Cup when it was down at Ballpark Village. What was it, Wednesday? Correct. Where it was kind of open to the public, and was it Wednesday? I think it was right before the game. It was Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. was the game in Dallas, and the Cup was at Ballpark Village. The Cup Village was at for Ballpark Village, and people go down, take their picture with it. And Correct. I guess Randy molested the Cup. 
He kissed he it. Kissed it. <laughs> and people were giving him, giving him the business. You shouldn't touch the cup. It's because of you they lost. Yeah. And did Randy post an apology? Yeah, he sure did. Oh, yeah, big one. You really? Mean, oh, yeah. Uh, He's the guy who would do that. You know what I mean? And I mean that in a nice way. He's the guy that will take that too hard. I think people were just busting his chops, but... Hey, you want me to read I, some of it for you? Know, Sports world, man. I don't know, man. Yeah, do do you want me to read some of it? I yeah, yeah. I, I, people... I would like to hear his apology. Okay, so I am by perhaps... The way, by the way, the nicest guy in this building. Easy. Oh, without a doubt. He put, okay, so I am perhaps deservedly taking a lot of grief for planting a glorious kiss on the Stanley Cup when the big fella visited 101 ESPN Studio on Wednesday. I must confess that oh, I the had- the cup was up here too? Oh yeah, it was in the building, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but everybody, from I think everybody in this building got a picture of it if you were here at two or three o'clock oh. or whatever. Uh, I must confess that I had no idea that touching the cup was prohibited until I did it and social media exploded. I will guarantee that I will never be a part of a Stanley Cup champion, so this will probably be a one-shot deal for me. It said uh, Bernie Miklas and Michelle Smallman took their shots on me. Bud and Broadway, which is on the uh, country station, they took their shots at me. Anthony Stalter and Jamie Rivers you ripped ain't gonna away. Get it. You ain't going to get it from here. Uh-uh. He said, they're doing this to a guy who is well aware of the curse of Scotty Bowman. And then he goes on to say, you know, all the coaches that he's been a fan I, for that have gone on to win the Personally, cup. erring on the side of caution, I wouldn't have done it. Same. I wouldn't have done it, but he's not on the team. It's just players. He, or, he, does it, or does it extend to fans? Not to mention, the week before, the cup was in Dallas. I'm sure there were Dallas fans that touched and molested the cup. Yeah. He goes on so to it say... So evens it evens out. He wraps it up by saying, uh, I never thought I'd be the reason for the curse. Never thought I'd be the reason Blues fans gave up Get on the team here. in the playoffs. Uh, but it is what it is. I'll own it. Uh, I'm Get sorry. the f*** out of here. I'm sorry, Blues Nation. It won't happen again. So, I mean, he put out an apology. And I'm sure he really feels bad. Yeah. Should he? No. No. Would I have done it? No. <laughs> Would you have not done it, though, to avoid getting that much crap from that many superstitious people? Listen, we did something a couple years ago, and you could look this up, where people blamed us for the Blues getting kicked out of the playoffs. I do your own independent research on that one. I'm, I'm, I, that has been... I, I have men in blacked that from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I looked directly into the light and took the picture, and that's it. And by the way, what we did a couple of years ago, that was four that was four years ago, five years ago, maybe? 2016. I mean, that story went worldwide. Everywhere. <laughs> and that, we were called guy, every name in the book, too. Guy's still walking around. So erring on the side of caution. Yeah, I wouldn't have touched the cup, but I uh but I you also don't want to eviscerate somebody else for doing it. Who cares? Sure. I reached I reached out to some of my uh, my coworkers at you know the St. Louis Blues to get their thoughts, but I'm almost positive when they bring that places, like the people that are the handlers encourage people to like touch it. You know they like they tell them. Oh really? And I think like in 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 hockey world. It's just the players. And I know, Jeff, you know this. Like, a lot of players, if they win, when they win the Western Conference oh, trophy, they don't the touch East, that. They don't touch they that don't because touch that. They, that's, they don't want that to be the last trophy oh, they Oh, by hoist. the way, did, 
Didn't Sidney Crosby, the last time the Penguins won? Sure did. He lifted the conference trophy and the Re- Penguins yeah, won? the president's trophy, too, yeah. the same way. Randy went on, and he he brought this example up of, uh, or not Randy, the uh, link that was on there, brought up somebody touched the cup, touched the Eastern Conference Finals trophy. I can't remember which one it is. Touched that. And people were like, what are you doing? And then he scored the game-winning double overtime goal like <laughs> in the playoffs to win the cup. So. Clark on Twitter says, you guys know that's not the real cup. Yeah, there's three of the them. The cup that travels is a replica. No one knows. Well, didn't, the, yeah, there, there's, there's three that, that rotate, I think. And no one knows if the actual original one even exists right. any longer. Is that was that the yeah. story? Because there's there was three of them. This, something happened, or one disappeared, so they made another, and then they realized they yeah, should I probably have a Yeah, I think one disappeared, and then they went to the Home Depot and just got a trash can. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> we could pass this off, and nobody will notice. It is silly, though, the whole superstition thing. I get I, Listen, listen I, I, get, I, will, I will never touch it. I will never touch it because yeah, I, I'm superstitious let's, when let's, it comes to that. Su- but I don't super- care if you touch it. But, yeah, we all know the superstition is... Gobbledygook! It's like it's 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 false. And if we're gonna keep one around, we should do it for the fun. Like it's it's for the fun of it. Don't get so riled up that it like hurts your heart. Especially for a guy like Randy Carricker, who who is St. Louis sports through and through. Cried when the Rams left. Right? Yeah. I'm not jumping on that give Randy crap train. Not here. Not in this house. <laughs> Not on your watch. I understand with the players thing, you know, that superstition yeah, becomes it. like a tradition. But, uh, you know, I think it's all good. Unless Randy's foiling up for tonight's game. I don't... Foiling up, coach. <laughs> all I would say is just remember, if you're going to kiss it, just think of the thousand other people that have kissed yeah, it, too. It's kind of Jeremy, also, you know, Randy. Yeah, it's, it's there was, there's three cups. Remind me not to kiss oh, Randy Maybe today. scope it out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Crushed Red. Experience what elevated fast casual is all about. Uh, St. Louis County Police were asking for help finding the guy who robbed the Electro Savings Credit Union in South County yesterday afternoon. Uh, I should say yesterday evening, around 6 o'clock. Tess on Ferry Road. This guy walks in with a gun, threatening employees, demands cash, walks out with an undisclosed amount. White guy, possibly in his late 40s, about six feet tall, thin, mustache. He should be considered armed and dangerous, and anyone with info is asked to call the St. Louis County Police Department or Crime Stoppers. You know, we always have these stories of people robbing a bank, robbing a credit union. These guys always get caught. What are the odds of getting away? I think we, I think we looked this up. What are the odds of getting away with a, with a bank heist? Less than 1%? You're going to get caught. Not sure I want that in my search history. Somebody else want to do that? I just typed it in. I got it. <laughs> we could pull the tape and we could. Oh sure, yeah. Tell the FBI that you know this is just show research. Um, and this uh, this just says that the FBI has a fifty four percent chance of closing the case. Mm. Uh, where is it? Well, oh, I here don't it think is. The odds are is. not in your favor. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say. Uh, I can say that after seeing this story all over the place yesterday, I think the Metrolink is a bit safer today. Twelve people were indicted for a bunch of violent crimes at Metrolink stations in the area. And this includes one person being killed. If you remember last year, there was a 48-year-old guy who was, a, uh, I think, a spokesperson for the St. Louis County Health Department, hit by a stray bullet when somebody was being robbed at a Metrolink station. Went away the circuit attorney said that an investigation found a gang 
that was targeting vulnerable people, people that were alone on the trains, on the platforms. So the group would would start engaging the victim, like talking to him. And then they would surround the victim and then just rob him. Often a gunpoint. I mean, they'd be like between 10 and 12 people. In one case, last October, the group surrounded one guy on the Metrolink near 8th and Pine, punched the guy to the ground, stomped on him. When he tried to escape and crawl from the train through an open door onto the platform, the gang dragged him back in and just continued beating him, all the while going through his pockets and stealing his stuff. Can you imagine? Mm-mm. No. Animals. God. To do that to somebody. It just reminds me of that story, what, a few years back when that guy was just listening to listening to his iPod and mm-hmm. those, what, three or four people just walked up and just beat the crap out of him. Yeah. That, that, was, a, that was on camera, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. On the Metrolink? Yeah. It could have been these guys. You remember that story, right? The guy was just sitting there with his headphones in and they just walked up and literally just beat the crap out of him. I mean, they laid out the case against these guys and some of the things they've been connected to. I mean, horrible things, including this shooting and, and killing of this innocent guy. Just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Riding public transportation in St. Louis. I'm going home. But those guys are off the street now. Yep. Remember when I sent you that picture from Metrolink when I went to the Cardinal game a handful of years ago? What I was listening to on the Metrolink? What'd you write back? Keep your head on a swivel. Head on a swivel, baby. Didn't comment on the song or the or the game or anything. It was nothing but keep your head on I a don't swivel. Care, I don't care what you, you're listening to. <laughs> be aware of your surroundings. Yep. I wrote back, yes, sir. I can't imagine, though, being on a train by yourself, and the next thing you know, you're you're surrounded. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know you're screwed. Horrible. Yeah. I'd say, here's, here's my wallet. Here's my phone. Who wears size 10 and a half? Here's those. Yeah, take yeah. those. Yeah, when I was mugged, I was like, just take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just take my things. This, I mean, this was years ago in, in New York City. I remember the cop blamed me. Why are you here? I live over there. Why do you live over there? It's a bad neighborhood. I don't know. It's cheap. <laughs> Guy tackled me into an alleyway and then he held the knife to my throat. I said, take my wallet, my cell phone. Please. God, don't take my, I said, don't take my driver's license, please. I yeah. don't want to go to the DMV. Let me make this easy for you. Here, here, here. Now I said, go I just away. don't want to go to the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Department of Justice says that former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stanger will plead guilty in court today. He expected in court this morning downtown around 1030. You know, it's that whole pay-to-play scheme. Apparently, there is a ton of evidence. Ton of evidence against him, including text messages, including audio recordings of private conversations. Somebody was wearing a wire. And prosecutors say that Steve Stenger sought and accepted campaign contributions from individuals and their companies in exchange for favorable official action and for individuals and their companies to enrich themselves and their companies by secretly obtaining favorable action for themselves and for the companies through uh, corrupt means. That's a lot of legal Mm -hmm. jargon there. Uh, And they said he also lied in his public statements and took other actions to cover up these crimes. Have you heard anything about what his punishment might be? They said he's been talking to prosecutors about some kind of deal, but he'll get some jail time. Okay, that's where I was going with this. Pleading guilty sometimes will keep you out of jail. I mean, they're also talking about how arrogant this this guy was. Just the arrogance was just appalling. Well, and also in this 
quote unquote, this day and age, when you are going to do stuff like this on the phone and you know you are breaking laws and being immoral, you don't you don't think somebody might be wearing a wire. You don't think, you know what I mean? Why, why would text you messages. think you can, yeah, text messages, don't go away. You don't think you're going to get well, busted I mean, doing you're, this? you're so arrogant. I guess. That you think you're untouchable. Uh, two people had to go to the hospital yesterday afternoon after a car smashed into a into a shoe store in St. Peter's. I don't know if you saw this, but I mean, this car was in the store, and it was one of those mistaken mistaken gas pedal for the brake thing, or brake for the gas pedal. Mm. An employee and customer were hurt, and according to Central County Fire and Rescue, we're talking only minor injuries. It was, I believe, an employee and a customer. Uh, driver's okay. Uh, the driver was quoted as asking, can I park here? <laughs> the owner of this place says that they've been, they've been there for 35 years and she hopes to come up with a temporary plan to stay open while, while the, uh, the store is repaired. The place is called Aaron's Shoe Repair. It's on Mexico Road. Yeah, man. So support some local business if you can. Yeah. Uh, we all drink, uh, we all drink coffee in here, don't we? Correct. Mm-hmm. Moon, are you a coffee drinker? You got coffee right there? Single day, man. Sometimes you go tea? Uh, No, that's usually for night. Well, chamomile puts you you down? Well, (laughs) get a little tucker down before we put you down for the night? No, I was really into tea a long time ago, but uh, no, Mallory and Scott had like a thing where they were always making tea. Like Mm -hmm. those those two were always making tea. So I just was kind of like, wow, that smells like blueberries. Scott, are you a a coffee guy? He's, oh, yeah. oh, he's yeah. coffee in the morning and tea every night. Huh. He, he's tea all the time. And you may think you have a great palate, which makes you appreciate, you know, good coffee or a good 20-year-old scotch. But according to a new study, when you really get down to it, you're not in it for the taste. Actually, the study found the main reason we drink coffee and alcohol is because we like the buzz. And the researchers found that genes, the genes that make us like coffee or alcohol aren't our taste genes. Hmm. They're our emotional genes. Really? Because I've found some coffees that I freaking love. I do, too. I don't, I don't Listen, maybe I'm an exception. I t- no, no, no. no. How, I, bet, you, I, bet it's, I bet it's the same like beer. Guy. I bet it's the same like beer. Do they say it's, it's similar to that? Because, listen, you, you, you don't... When you first drink beer, you don't drink beer going, this is going to taste great. You go, I'm going to drink this to get drunk. And then you learn to love the taste well, maybe it's of also, certain beers. When you take the second... Sip of the scotch or the whiskey, it's better than the first. Right. The first, like, ooh, boy. Whiskey, yeah, that I get. Get you back here, right back here. Yeah. There's a few that I've got that I was like, oh, I think I, I think I like the flavor, but I, I get how that's a super acquired thing. And you and I had a conversation just a few weeks ago about coffee. I was like, if you're going to uh, order coffee, yeah, yeah. there's this place in San Diego and there's this place in Well, Florida. you know what? Jeff's buddy has a, uh, has a coffee place. Yeah. String bean coffee? Yeah, yeah. I believe his name's Pete. He's a good guy. A six string or string bean coffee. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And then he brought us some coffee, and uh-huh. that's when we had the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, Call, really we did the coffee it. tasting at, at Caldi. That was so great, and I was not super looking forward to that. Really? I oh, that was so great. Loved, it. loved it, dude. Those guys are awesome. That's oh, that, we had a cupping. People. Yes, we did. A cupping. We, yeah. we cupped. Which is one of well, your they, yeah. They words. say we like coffee because <laughs> it gets our energy up. We like alcohol because it calms us down. And over time, a lot of us have grown to also, you know, like the taste of coffee and booze, but mainly because of how it makes us feel. So. That's fascinating. Yeah. I don't know even when I tried. I mean, I was 
well into my 20s before I ever had a sip of alcohol, but I think same goes for coffee. And I don't remember what the circumstances surrounding it was or if I liked it right away. I just know that now I'm dependent enough on it where if a day, a full day goes by and I haven't had any little, uh, haven't had any, I'll have a little bit of a headache by like 5 p.m. Just a little, and it's it's cool. it's it's just enough it's to be a nuisance. And then I go, oh my gosh, it's because I didn't. Well, have also, coffee. do you drink coffee black? Uh, most time, yeah. Most most of the time, and most of us don't like the bitter bitter taste. Yeah, of coffee. That's that's usually all I drink. If I drink coffee, I drink coffee black. See, I'm not cold. And today today I, today I even said to you before the show started, I treated myself. I got myself a latte oh, today. Oh, oh. Yeah, we got a latte and, machine. And back to be 100 percent honest with you, I drank the. It's empty. I drank the whole thing, and I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I just want black coffee. If it's the morning, it's uh, black coffee with a tiny bit of honey. And uh, later, if it's later in the day, I'll add like some almond milk or yeah. something. Hey, you know what? Speaking of my buddies, I got a buddy that uh, is putting out a, and I'm going to get you guys all samples of this, um, avocado leaf tea. Huh? Yeah, he bought him and his wife bought some property out in California, and it had avocado trees on it, and, and they are now marketing an avocado leaf like the leaf oh, from well, the avocado try tea. So he's sending some Send over. me some. Yeah. yeah, I'll try it. I'll try it. Scott will be the uh, the arbiter of taste on Speaking that Speaking of avocados, mm. I mean, Cinco de Mayo's on Sunday. And as you're drinking a blended margarita or eating, you know, authentic Mexican food like a Crunch Rats for Dream, it's, uh, <laughs> you know... I don't, I don't know how you. I don't know how you're going to celebrate. Where you like, go for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Talk about the, the bell. <laughs> It's probably good to know why you're celebrating whatever it is. About three out of four people say they'll celebrate the holiday in one way or another. But only 10% of us know why. So do you know what Cinco de Mayo is? It's something that was... A survey... All right. So a survey gave people five choices for what Cinco de Mayo is about. And the correct answer came in last. It's um, it's not Independence Day, but that's what we usually think. I think it's a Mm. battle. I know it's it's a... it's a battle or a war or something that was won during our Civil War. Do you have the options? Is it... I just don't remember. Is it the Mexican Independence Day? Oh, is it a general it's... celebration of Mexican-American culture? Is it a celebration of drinking? <laughs> yes. Or is it the, the anniversary of Mexico's victory over France? That's it. That's it. In that's the Battle of uh, Puebla. I'm going to go with the last one. That is correct. Yes, Jeff. <laughs> Wait, those were actually the other options? <laughs> yeah. Are people crazy? 39% of people thought it was Mexican Independence Day. Which is understandable. Which is actually yeah. September 16th. I'll, g- I, I I'll give you that. But like the other one, like an international day of drinking or whatever the hell they, they 26% said? said it's a general I mean, it celebration is. of Mexican-American <laughs> culture. Kind of true. Where I could see somebody going, well, you know, I heard it's not Independence Day, so maybe it's just a made-up Mexican-American thing. Right. Right. Well, to get this. Uh, did I, I told you about what we did a couple years ago. What Goldfinger did in Panama, the country, not the city. We got we got invited down there to play a show. And we're like, yeah, cool. And we get down there, and it's this giant, giant festival type thing on the water. And it turns out it was an American beer company. American beer company said, hey, all the Mexican beers that get sold on Cinco de Mayo in in the United States, and how they've marketed that whole holiday, and how Americans don't even know what the hell Cinco de Mayo is or means or any of that. We're gonna do the exact same thing with Fourth of July. In South America and Central America and... I just have a festival? And they're going to have an American, you know, red, white, and blue fireworks, 4th of July, that's all beer-based, selling beer, all that, it's celebrating 4th of July. And they kicked it off with this big festival, Goldfinger played, and dude, 
it was a hell of a success. And it was like red, white, and blue stuff everywhere, and this beer company everywhere, and they sold a we were, crap ton we of beer. We were in Mexico one year for 4th of July. It was funny. Oh, so they're doing it down in, in Mexico as well right now? It, we were at a resort, and they celebrated 4th of July on the resort. And because did, they knew a bunch of Americans well, were there? Well, because Americans were there, so they had oh, okay. American food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this was, this was a marketing campaign from an American beer company that wasn't trying to appeal to Americans in Panama. They're trying to appeal to Panama to get this, this uh, festival thing. Well, listen, it. happy Cinco de Mayo. Boy, this is amazing. There is a landmark study that found men with HIV whose infection was fully suppressed by this anti-retroviral drug were not able to infect a sexual partner. Whoa. And because of that, it means that if every HIV-positive person were fully treated, there would be no new infections, and that would be the end of the AIDS epidemic. How this is not front page on every, on every newspaper is beyond me. You think it's not because it would be impossible to treat everyone? I don't know, but the study followed about 1,000 male couples in Europe in which one partner was HIV positive and was getting treatment to suppress the virus. Wow. And there were no cases, zero, zero cases of transmission to the HIV negative partner. And past studies have involved heterosexual couples showing similar results, zero transmission. So there were 40 million HIV-positive people around the world in 2017. 21.7 million of them were on these antiretroviral drugs. Wow. So, I mean, this could eliminate all of it. It's amazing. Just wow. think about the 80s when, when the AIDS epidemic was so big and there was no cure and no cure in sight. And HIV was a death sentence. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, why isn't this uh, front page everywhere? Uh, this is terrifying. Uh, a 28-year-old guy from Oklahoma popped his neck the other day, uh, somehow tore an artery in his neck that led to his brain, and he had a stroke. <gasps> I told you. I told you what? You didn't I tell you, us anything. I told I heard, you that can't be good uh, for you. Never once did you say a guy snapped his No, every time one of you guys and, or whoever does that, like, you know, pops your neck, I'm always I like, never do that. Every I never do that either. Dude. So I you ain't talking about us. Who is it Scott? The Scott, do you do that? At the, even at nope. the Cairo, I Yeah, you're, you're drunk. That. You're drunk today. Stop it. We all have that guy in our life that does it and like goes, or, you know, and just cracks their like neck does all himself. the time. Every time, I, mm. every time I hear him, I'm just like, dude, it can't be good. That can't be good for you. Stop it. tore an artery, had a stroke, and now he's relearning how to use his left leg. Oh, my goodness. Here he is talking about it. The moment I heard the pop, everything on my left side started to go numb. Yep. It could have had a life-ending stroke. He could have died. He could have died. It is difficult for me to walk with my left leg. Is he going to always have consequences of the stroke? Probably so. You know, if you want to pop your neck, just kind of pop it side to side. And how about don't do it? <laughs> how about don't? Don't twist it. Or whenever you twist it, then there's a risk of tearing that vessel. Say my, oh. my hand is his head. I suspect he just turned it real sharply and then sharp and up. And then I think when he did sharp and up, like up and back, I think that is what really pinched it. Uh, there's not much that makes me squirmy. But when people do that, and my daughter, dude, my oldest daughter, she does it with her, I think she does with her back. See, I'm trying to think. Like, she, I, like when I move my head, like, you know, side to side and do that, like... Why would you need any more? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so some people, you know, like, you know, they'll kind of 
roll like their I, head. Like, I'll do this every once in a while and go back and forth. Yeah, but, but if like, you do it would... sharply, you could tear something. Well, like, he's talking about with his head. That's oh, what he's. That's God. what this guy's talking oh. about, he did. Mm. Don't he do, do it, Jeff. with his hands. No. Oh, God, no. Uh, there's an entire generation that grew up uh, getting trophies and stickers for all their achievements. And now they're adults. So this is for them, I guess. The uh, I Adulted calendar is coming out next month. It's a 16-month wall calendar that comes with 100 stickers. Uh, you give yourself for doing a good job. Like, quote, I put the phone away. And, quote, I fought the patriarchy today. I think it's supposed to be ironic, but also it's sort of not. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pre-order it on Amazon for 16 bucks if you. No, no thanks. If you like getting smiley stickers for things you do, maybe that's for you. All right, so how old does your kid have to be before you finally can trust them to do all the stuff you're so sick of doing for them? I'm going to run down some things, and I'm going to see if you kind of match up with uh, what the survey okay. what the survey came up with. And survey asked parents for the ages when they trust their kids with different tasks and responsibilities. Gotcha. Now, I know, you know, Moon and Jeff have had kids go through all this stuff. So maybe what age did you let your kid do this stuff? Dress themselves. Like uh, lay out their own clothes and... Yeah. Gosh darn it. That's, it really depends, I was going to say, that's different kid to kid. And uh, it also depending on where you're going. Because if you're going to the store or something, let them, let them dress themselves as soon as they can because it's cute and funny. But if uh, they're 10 and going to school, then that's a different story, I think. Right? Yeah. My daughter's always been so into it, my youngest. So she was probably dressing herself at, like, fully at four. Yeah, because like like Tony's kids, age. how old is your oldest? Three. My daughter's about to be four. So four at at age four, if you see the Patrico family walking around four at, at the mall or whatever, yeah. and your daughter has the sweatpants, cowboy boots, that's the era of the yeah. kid is Look now how, starting you know, to dress themselves. We're, and we're gonna give them a little responsibility. So yeah. yeah, the average age was seven here. My seven was like, probably six. My seven year old daughter, there's no way. But my son, when he was seven, he'd be fine. No way, as in she wouldn't want to, or you wouldn't let her leave with with the combo she, she would, would be put a disaster. On? Okay. <laughs> yeah, my mine were reversed. My daughter was super early, and like she was dressing herself better than I would have dressed her. And my son is just like, I don't care. Uh, average age where you let your kids use the internet without supervision. Hmm. <sighs> That's Depends tricky. on without supervision means. That's tricky because there's the kids YouTube. Mm -hmm. and yeah, that's, like that's like the internet. But both it's... both my kids have tablets. They both have like the yeah, fi the kids spell. fire. But you they know can't what I'm saying? Spell and oh, trust me, dude. When oh, I dude. when I used to give them my phone, they were three clicks away from watching some, something inappropriate yeah. on YouTube. The, the five year old can figure things out. I'm not sure if he can spell I'm necessarily. Talking fully, but... here's full access to the internet. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. See, I didn't deal with that necessarily with my oldest. They yes, say in, the, in this nine years old. Nine, use the internet without supervision. Nine years old. That's that seems early to me, but yeah. Uh, no, my son is surfing around, and I've I've checked his history. Yeah, but that's not unsupervised. Then. See, yeah, but I mean, that. I don't check it daily. Maybe I should. Maybe I'm being negligent, but yeah, my eleven-year-old has access. I mean, without supervision is I'm not looking over your shoulder as to what you're doing. I could still check up. That's still being a parent. Uh, let me see here. Study independently for a test. They say 10 and a half years old. 
So they can, they can. Like I have a test coming up. All right, go up to your room and study hmm. without me sitting there. That's probably. probably I was doing that way sooner than that. I'm, t- you know, yeah, my personal experience. I never studied for a test with my parents. I don't Pack, ever. I never did. I it. never did. And my parents were teachers. Pack their own lunch. Uh, again, my daughter was doing it in kindergarten. My son yeah. still wouldn't do it. I would say grade school. They say eleven. Walk to and from the bus stop alone. Um, for me, for me, m- mine's an easy answer because the bus picks up right in front of my house. I'm gonna say eight. They say here eleven. Whoa! Which I think. What grade is wow, that? That's what nice. sixth grade. That's junior high, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's junior high. I don't know, I think nine, ten is all right, but depending on what kind of neighbor you're in, you're in, and how you know far away it is. But they say eleven years old. Do their own laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not at sixteen or twenty yet. Yeah, no kidding. I'll tell you what, though, man. I was riding my bike to school at eight. You know, Again, it also depends on depends and, on the neighborhood. And and I'm going to say this, and I know it's very cliche to say this, but I am going to say it. Those were different times. I know. Those were different times. Like I, th- uh, I was probably walking to the bus. Do your own laundry. Do that's your own laundry. That's that's insane. Sixteen. They say twelve. Get out of here. Here's the controversy. Controversial one. Own a cell phone. I think that goes back to the 11 or 12. I think that goes back to the bus stop and and all that stuff. Because with mine, it was either 11 or 12 for both of them. And it was because they were getting off the bus. And and it's 20 yards from the front, from not as close as Tony's, but just right around the corner. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want them going from bus stop to front door without a way of calling one of us or texting one of us. So what we did, we, we gave them the cell phone at that age. And then it would always be a text message. Hey, I just got off the bus. Few minutes later, hey, I'm inside the house. So that's why we did 11 or 12 for yeah. the cell phones. My oldest were probably closer to 13, 14, and my younger ones are right around. I'm going to say I'm, I'm on par with this one, 12. But it's not a phone necessarily. Like see, I remember see, giving f- giving uh, uh, one of the kids an iPod. Uh, not an iPod. What was it? Give him some sort of device that only worked on Wi-Fi, obviously, and like... Was it an they could FaceTime or something. See, for like me, early generation. Could have been the iPod. They, couldn't they, the early ones text? I've uh, so I've, to, I've told I've told my wife I've told my wife we will buy my kids a cell phone when they are ten years old, but we will give that to them when is necessary. Yeah, right, right, right. If they are it's, going to a friend's got, house, here's yeah. your phone. It charges. If they are the going somewhere, you, here's the phone. Yeah, it charges. They on do the not counter. get their phone. Like it's not like they will walk around with a phone. They say twelve. Now, twelve or thirteen, they probably will have a phone. Here you go. This is your phone. But at 10, that's when there are times when you're spending the night at people's houses, when you're going doing this, when you're after school doing this or whatever. Right. So that is, I also think 10 years old is when you uh, drop the kid off at practice instead of going and staying at practice. Right? Am I right? Is that, is that uh, close? I mean, nine. It depends. Yeah, it depends. So again, what's... another one of those things where like, let's say it's practice and practice gets canceled early. Instead of just sitting there, you could call or shoot us a text. Hey, practice wrapped up early. I'm ready to be picked up. Stay home alone unsupervised. Yeah, see, again, I was doing that when I was seven. See, I would say <laughs> what, whatever, whatever, whatever fifth or <laughs> well, sixth grade yeah. is. They say 13. Yeah. yeah that's, oh, that's, that's, that's okay. That's late. 13? That's okay, Come on, on how long. 13, 13 is 8th grade. 8th grade freshman year. That's, yeah, that's, that's insane. crazy. It also depends on length of time out of yeah. the house. Absolutely. Like, are you going to be gone for 5 hours? Are you going to be gone right, we're for running up 30 to the minutes store. going yeah. to the store? Okay, so we'll, let's say 30 minutes. What's yours? 
What will be your policy? Or or can your son stay home alone now for 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Has it happened? Yeah. But he's got, you know, he knows how to use the phone. So you so you're going to your your wife is working, you have an event. It's happened you, once. You will not be home. You will not be home for at the very earliest 3 hours. 12 or 13. We've also got, you know, neighbors that are, you know, we're all very friendly with, so. Right. And the moat. And the moat. Yeah. And the. The crocodile gators. Guards. I know it was a different time, man, but, man, I don't think my parents had a second thought. I, I was staying at Once home. Once they knew I could feed myself, tie my shoes, and use the phone, I was I was home alone. I was staying at home by, by third grade. I was home by my, after school, I would be dropped off at home, and I would be home alone until they got home at 5.30 or 6. Yeah, if I was capable of calling the police and running away, mm-hmm. I could stay at home. Like, <laughs> and they say, get a job 13 years old. Getting a job 13. My first yeah, one was I agree 14. With that. Yeah, my first one was 14. Well, yeah. months. This survey says you can't stay home alone until you're 13, but you can get a job. If you can stay just home like, alone, you can get wow, a job. one week, just everything changes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Once you hit your teens, it's over. And that's your news brought to you by Mentality Health. Tired, drained, Mentality Health is here to help take back your life, family, and work. Visit MentalityHealth.com. Man, it's good to be home because uh, I get to sleep in my own bed from Mattress Direct. What a difference. I'm telling you, just a few nights away and my entire body has to be readjusted. My back, my neck, and, uh, well, you know, some other things. All not feeling great. When you sleep on a mattress that is subpar, that is not from Mattress Direct, you notice immediately. I was waking up with headaches, believe it or not. So I was so happy to get home to my to my family, my kids, my dog, and my mattress. Mattress Direct cuts out the middleman, made right here in Missouri. These are the pros, and I mean that wholeheartedly. My friend Sarah went over there, got mattresses for her entire family. Everyone is going there because they're realizing the difference. Quality of sleep, energy when you wake up, just, I mean, feel it for yourself at all the different locations here in St. Louis. Shop local, sleep rules, Mattress Direct. STLMattressDirect.com. Hey guys, you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Hey, Riz. Why wouldn't I say my name in that? <laughs> Use that one. <laughs> we got comedian Brian Posehn coming in at 9 o'clock. He's at Helium this weekend. We got the real fake results, Friday fail stories coming up. Crap on celebrities here in just a moment. Our phone number 314-692-5537-314. 6Walker, cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. You know where the world video game Hall of Fame is? No. We've talked about it before. It's in Rochester, New York. It's Rochester. Yeah, I think it's New York, right? Yes, thank you, Jeff. And they announced their fifth class of inductees. I'm sure we will have no discussion or argument about these. Two of the headliners <laughs> are, are games about killing. No, I th- you know what? Actually, I think I think it's all right. I have I have no qualms about it. One of these games I never even heard of, but Already in in the Hall of Fame for the video games. It's Madden's in the in the Hall of Fame already. Okay, yeah. Donkey Kong, Legend of Zelda, Oregon Trails in, Space Invaders, uh, Super Mario Brothers is in, Pong, Tetris is in. Any idea what they would let in? Grand Theft missing? Auto. No, not Grand Theft Auto. I think that'd be controversial. Uh, Even though I think it it was a game changing game. Uh, you don't think that would be in, huh? I think, I think I it'll think it, get in, I, but I I, there'll will. be controversy surrounding it because of, course of there the, will be. the violence and stuff. Um, it involves killing, you said. Two of them involve Mortal Kombat. Call of Duty. Did you say uh, Mortal Kombat? 
I did. I did too. I Mortal Kombat. Did that make it? Made it. Mortal Kombat's in. Said it had a lot of killing. Pac Man. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Let's see, see if you can pick out this theme. Here's the theme of one of the inductees. Got it. Beep. That's Mario Kart? Yep. Yeah, that's it. That's 100% Mario Kart. I'm going to play right now. That's in. That made it. I'm leaving to play right now. So, Mortal Kombat, Super Mario Kart, which is the uh, the first uh, Mario Kart game and came out for Super Nintendo back in 1992. There's a game called Colossal Cave Adventure, which is a, a text-based computer game from 1976. I never heard of that one. Okay. And Microsoft's Solitaire. Ooh, I thought you were about to say Minesweeper. <laughs> that should be in at some point. Everybody's played Minesweeper. Oh, man. That game sucks. But everybody's played Minesweeper. I yeah. love Minesweeper. I remember when I first got a computer, I started clicking, and I was like, what is this? Why are there think, bombs? You don't think Solitaire should be in? Oh, I definitely think Solitaire yeah. should be in. You know what else? I th- and I don't know if you said this or not before, but Pinball should be in. Everybody should remember when you first got a computer, pinball, like a newer computer, oh, pinball that, was that pinball and it was, was the jam legit. Too. Like, oh my god, I'm playing pinball in space. What is happening? <laughs> that and watching Weezer's Buddy Holly music video. Yeah, like from, that was the was two that things Windows, you did. Windows ninety five. Yeah, that was the two things you did. It came with pinball. That was really cool, and and the the, the Weezer, Weezer video. video. So congratulations why of, to why all the inductees, all all artists out there. Why was that song in that video? It's whatever deal that label whatever deal they made. That's incredible. That video was pretty revolutionary at the time because it was, remember, Weezer inside Happy Days. Yeah, right. and it was and, the old cast. You, know, Rock you know what else happened? Whatever the label or the publishing uh, company did back then that was th- that was so memorable to me. I, it was the first time I had ever been on an airplane. I went on a family vacation, and that was before TVs in the, uh, in the seats. In, in the planes. Or, yeah, definitely in the seats. And it was a long flight, and... On the uh, on the armrest, you had radio channels, and one was like the Spanish channel. One yeah, was yeah, yeah. like a soap opera, and the other one was Weezer. There's just a Weezer channel. The airplane had a Weezer channel, huh? And it just played that that album. Oh, that 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 video got them, you know, into the stratosphere. That was a cool video too, and it came with Windows ninety five. That's funny. All right, here's Crap on Celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, Crap on Celebrities. It is time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. We had a death in Hollywood, the original Chewbacca. (laughs) Peter Mayhew died on Tuesday. He was 74 years old. No word of cause of death, but one source says that it was a heart attack. I knew he had health problems. So he died problems. on Tuesday. We only found out about it yesterday. Yeah. Seven foot three. He was a hospital orderly before he gained fame with, you know, with the Chewbacca thing, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. He tried out for the original Star Wars back in 77. He was also in Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith. Then he came back for Force Awakens in 2015, but age, declining health, he had to step yeah, back from th- it. There so. were, I saw some uh, social media posts uh, that, that showed him in the hospital bed last mm-hmm. year. And yeah, it was like a, a spinal fusion surgery. When you're that tall, I mean... I, I, can't be good for your yeah. body. It's a stress on your organs, man, especially your heart. George Lucas said one of the reasons why he continued to be Chewbacca was he was the closest to any human that could actually be. 
big heart and uh, gentle nature. So he's dead. Seems like a nice guy. At the age of, uh, what did I say, 74. So, so, so we stay on the uh, the Star Wars tip here. Obviously, tomorrow, 4th, uh, May 4th. So oh, it's May the 4th be with you? Yeah, the, uh, that's the day to debate all the big old questions like, how would you kill Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> or. Uh, he's a Sith Lord, so you're not going to kill him. That's not true. It is totally true. Don't be crazy. You I saw, watched the video. And you sided with me. Don't forget that. You have amnesia. And it, it, it is a compelling argument, but <laughs> reading into George Lucas creating that character and having all these grand ideas for it. He said he was the key. And he is. I just Conrad Dobler you guys. I just threw it out there knowing you guys would argue. He's a Sith Lord. You can't kill him. Okay, guy. well, anyway. So, yeah, so this this is will end all the arguing. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? I and mean, what are people's in the, general people's favorite the Star Wars? The general movie? consensus is Empire Strikes Back. Everybody always says Empire Strikes Back. As a kid, mine was Return of the Jedi. Mine too. As a kid, I I watched the crap out of Return of the Jedi. Yep. It was Return and then Empire and then the original. So according to this particular poll, and it doesn't say who, like, you know, what demo or whatever. But throwing in the new, uh, the, and they throw in the newer movies, mm-hmm. and that includes Rogue One and, and Solo. Uh, let's say didn't, no, they did not do the standalones. Not Rogue One, not Solo. Not I those two standalones. Rogue One. So I here's, throw that to I, three. I loved Rogue One. I that enjoyed says a Solo, lot too. Because I'm I enjoyed Solo as well. I've enjoyed all of them, even the first ones. Would you throw Rogue One into like your top three? Top three? Mm, yeah, probably. Probably number three. The ending of Rogue One gave me the absolute chills. Remember the end? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. He's walking down the street and he stops to see a TV behind a plane of glass in front of a store. Okay, uh, so it's Empire Strikes Back. You know, I'll say four. I, I think A New Hope s- still beats it. Me. All right, so this poll, it's a tie. It says here between the two you would expect. So who would you expect to be a tie? Empire tie? And, and New, a New Hope. Hope. Yep. The original Star Wars, also known as New Hope, and then Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Both got 13% of the vote. And vote. then they'll say they'll say uh Revenge of the Sith. Return of the Jedi is next. Wow. With eleven percent. Because that usually scores low because everybody hates the Ewoks. Well, they hated them then until they had more things to hate. Yeah. The next two are Force Awakens and then Last Jedi. We have to ask Brian Posehn this question because he's a huge Star Wars fan. And I think if you bring up the prequels to him, he starts cursing. Yeah, the prequels got the least love. Well, Phantom yeah. Menace, Revenge of the Sith got 3% each. Tech I thought of Revenge clones. of the Sith was all right. It was ill-timed. It was a bummer. But still, I mean, they're fun movies. Just They're just movies. After all, we are talking about films. I know. Fantasy. Twenty-one percent of the people surveyed said they couldn't pick a favorite. Twenty-six percent they'd never even seen a Star Wars movie. Have you seen you Attack of the Clones with your kids? Yes, I've seen all of them with the kids, and they liked it, right? Yeah. I mean, I liked watching it with my kids, but they had nothing to base it on. They you didn't base show it them on. I, I think we watched them in order, like in order of episode one, two, one, three, two, three, or? one, two, three, and then four, five, six. Okay. It's enjoy. They're enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I I, for, I enjoy for all the kids, of them. They're and enjoyable. Then, and then uh, Moon and Tony, you guys just saw Avengers Endgame yesterday. And Moon, you were talking about how you told your kid, no spoiler alerts at school, no spoiler alerts yeah, at school. I, I even saw that opening weekend. There were there were posted signs saying, please do not give away the ending to people. 
And you, re- you remember beforehand, we were actually giving advice how to set certain settings on your social media to avoid certain keywords so you don't get spoilers. Yeah. And listen, I even told my kids as we were walking out of the theater, because they like to yap about the movie, I said, mm-hmm. don't say anything until we get to the car. So the directors were on uh, Good Morning America yesterday talking about when it's okay to go ahead with the spoilers. And these are the Russo brothers. Yeah, the Russo, uh, Joe and Anthony, yes. I just want to know, when is it okay to talk about the movie? Is there sort of like a, a moment in time when you say, all right, I think you there can... has to be at a certain point yeah. because part, you know, part of why we make these movies is for conversation. And is it today? I think it's Monday. <laughs> Monday? I think it's Monday. Oh, really? Give people... Give it two weekends. Give it two weekends. Give it two weekends. Know? Not everybody can get there the first weekend, but I think uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you should get out there and see it because I think by Monday people are going to be oh, talking so, about it. Okay. And you had to go on social media and put in keywords to avoid spoilers if you wanted to. Release the hounds. Because hey, if, the, the director said it. You know, yeah. he's also saying that, too, because he's, he wants you to see he's this weekend. pushing you to the theater. Yeah. Well, yeah, have a decent weekend for the movie. You know, I mean, oh, wait, it already did. Uh, so Twitter announced that that particular movie, Avengers Endgame, is now the most tweeted about movie of all time. Over 50 million tweets since the start of 2019. About half of, the, half of those tweets have come in the uh, week since the box office, obviously, or since it hit the box office. The U.S. tweeted the most about the movie out of everybody. Then Brazil, the Philippines, oh, Thailand, Ma- Malaysia, Japan, the U.K., Mexico, Indonesia, and then France in that particular order. So it's okay as of Monday. Tell everybody everything that happened. Okay. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, not just an American Idol, an American badass, an American hero. I consider her a hero. She was at the Billboard Music Awards on Wednesday night. She performed twice, and I do believe she was doing other people's songs, at least for one of those performances. So she's getting out there, not even just plugging her own music, which I think was pretty cool. Oh, by the way, she knew her appendix was going to be coming out. She had appendicitis all week. Hours before the show, she couldn't take it anymore, and she said, not going to lie, this is on, on the Twitter I may or may not have broken down in tears after the show from pain. Immediately after the show, uh, she had her appendix taken out. Mm. It wasn't an emergency thing, but she knew she had to get it done. So while you saw her performing, her appendix was nearly bursting, or at least that's what I'm going to say. Well, yeah, if it bursts, that's bad. Right. That's uh, sepsis. Yeah, you poison yourself. Definitely can die from that. Uh, Woody Allen, he's got a great name in Hollywood right now, don't you think? Oh, sure. Two first ones. He can really, really really direct a movie. Uh, He wants to put out a memoir just to talk about everything, I'm assuming, everything in his life. He's written a memoir, and he's gone to uh, several publishing houses in New York, and uh, nobody will put out Woody Allen's book. There are people who won't even return his emails or his phone calls, some of them unwilling to even read the manuscript. That's how much that guy is disliked. Ah, No thanks. I don't want to. I don't want that heat on me. Uh, I don't want that evil on me. Remember when we played the uh, trailer to Sonic the Hedgehog and then we all saw the trailer to Sonic the Hedgehog and then everybody was ripping it? Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, So especially the Hedgehog himself. People were looking at him going, what is this guy? What is this? Moon and I had the same opinion. Have you seen the movie Spy Kids with uh, Antonio Banderas? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of like of that kind of look. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Had that look with with stars that are playing roles that you're like, ooh, I wouldn't see him. So it's Jim Carrey this. as the Doctor yeah. in in Sonic, Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, it looks it looks silly. I mean, but, I was and of course unimpressed. everybody went on Twitter and complained about it. And your complaints aren't going to do anything. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, Jeff Fowler. Uh, is one of the guys behind the movie said, look, uh, thank you for your support and the criticism. 
The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes and it's going to happen. Wow. They're actually going to change. It says everybody at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best it can be. Oh, I don't like that. And they You're have, enabling the complainers. Weird, yeah. Yeah, they have until November the 8th because that's when it's supposed to come out. So they're supposedly going to tighten things up when it comes to that. Uh, Elton John movie. It's called Rocket Man. It is coming out May 31st. And who's doing the singing in the thing? Because if you remember, Rami Malek did not actually sing the Freddie Mercury, the Freddie Mercury deal. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, Taron Egerton, who plays Elton John, actually can sing. You know what? I saw there was some award show where he sang with Elton John. I think it was Tiny Dancer. Like so, Taron was singing and Elton John was playing. It was the, the piano. El- it was the Elton John AIDS Foundation That's Academy Awards viewing party, and he rips is that it what off. This is? Yeah, that's oh, what this yeah, is. Yeah, he's he's a decent singer. comes out uh, May 31st. And uh, one more story. Remember when uh, uh, Wonder Woman first came out and when they first talking about when, when they first talked about doing the movie itself, we were all throwing around, hey, who would make a good Wonder Woman? Yeah. And I think more than one person, not necessarily among us, uh, suggested Charlie Theron. Well, because nobody knew who Gal Gadot was. Right. That is that point, too. And so the rumor went around for a while that Charlie Theron actually turned down the role of Wonder Woman. And ageism in Hollywood, that ain't the case. I did not turn the role of Wonder Woman down. This is a great example of how Hollywood like slaps you in the face when you start aging. Okay. So somebody had said to me, oh, you sh- there's there's action on this thing, Wonder Woman. You know, we just want to make you aware of it. And and I was like, oh, I just, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. I don't really know what it, like, I mean, what does Wonder Woman do? And my, this person said, no, it's for Wonder Woman's mom. <laughs> It's still a paycheck. You know who got Wonder Woman's mom was... Was it the original Wonder Woman? No, it, it was, wasn't. Wasn't it? Oh. Princess Buttercup? Was that, who, was that who played her? Oh, she was one of the warriors. Mm-hmm. Sean Penn's ex-wife from House of Cards. What's her name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Robin. Robin Wright. Robin, oh, Robin Wright. Oh, was yeah. that Wonder Woman's mom or she was just one of the warriors in the in the tribe? The Amazon tribe. I'm looking right now. Wonder Woman movie. The um, problem is, is you type in Wonder Woman mom and there's like 18 different cartoons yeah. and uh, Wonder Woman Virginia film. Virginia Madsen? No. Was that, maybe that could have been it. The sister, the, the, the Diana's aunt and mentor. No. Who is Diana's mom? Amber Doyle? No. Diana's Robin mom White. was Connie Nielsen. Oh, okay. Connie Nielsen. Who was, wasn't she married to Lars Ulrich? Oh, that I don't know. Correct. Till 2012. Uh, so who did Robin Wright play? She did play one of the She played her aunt and her, her aunt. mentor. That's like right. uh, Wonder Woman's mom was Hippolyta. It was her aunt. Connie Nielsen. Was... Yeah, I thought Wright the movie was, was... I thought the movie was cast great. I thought that movie was good. It's my second favorite DC movie. First being Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman was great, yeah. Uh, in theaters this weekend, you have a Seth Rogen, 
Charlie Theron movie called The Long Shot. Critics, 85% on this one. Mm-hmm. A sharp and deceptively layered comedy that's further fueled by the odd couple chemistry of its leads. This long shot largely hits its marks. And then for the kiddos, uh, a movie called Ugly Dolls, which, yikes, 31% critics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were advertising that there, in the theater yesterday, that's for sure. They're it saying that this dumb. is for young, young kids. Like my daughter's age, like yeah. three, four years old. Take them. It's bright colors. It's dancing around. It's that. So. Yeah. Uh, crappy birthdays, all celebrities celebrating a birthday this weekend. Christina Hendricks and her boobs are 44. Uh, Christopher Cross, dude has one of my all-time favorite songs in Ride Like the Wind. Oh. The Jam. Also, Sailing and Arthur's theme. He is 68. Greg Gumbel, 73. Aaron Andrews, 41. Will Arnett is 49. Adele is 31. Brian Williams is 60. Kurt Loder, 74. And uh, wow. because of today's Burton Birthday of the Day, we have amazing products such as... The Pocket Fisherman, Hair in a Can, The Smokeless Ashtray, Chopomatic, Vegematic, and the Inside the Shell Egg Scrambler, The Man, one of the greatest American inventors, Ron Popeil. Is, oh man, he was old back when those those infomercials were running a long time ago. I'm going to say 85. 84. Say eight, ah, 86. Moon is correct. 84 years oh, young. Today's porno birthday being brought sure. to you by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet is Leah Liv- Livingston. Today's birthday girl's been thrown around more than luggage at the airport and 64 fine films, including Boobzilla, Boobzilla Volume 2, Can You Handle These Huge Boobs, <laughs> Field of Schemes, Mother-Daughter Exchange Club, The Wife Switch, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Boobs Burgers Volume 3. Leah Livingston, 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrity. The Missouri Department of Conservation has really become that friend of mine who knows all the cool places to go. Cool places when you're talking about conservation areas. Check out their app, Mo Outdoors, if you have an inkling that you want to get outside, get a little activity, uh, see some birds, see some trees, do a little hiking, a little fishing, a little hunting. It's all out there. The Missouri Department of Conservation has so many amazing areas that you may not know about. I was at Powder Valley last Friday, did some videos with these guys. Another beautiful place you may not know about. Mo Outdoors is their app. It's the Missouri Department of Conservation. Get outside and enjoy yourself. I think we did great. I think you sounded great. Destroy it, man. I I said we. (laughs) Friday Fail Story, sponsored by... Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Now, I don't know, who's been to Hawaii here? I have. 16 years old, so I've uh, I've never been. Many, many years ago. You know Kilauea? Mm -hmm. I have twice. Kilauea is the... uh, The Probably the most famous volcano in, in the U.S. It's also the most dangerous volcano, and still active. So a guy in his 30s was visiting Kilauea and, of course, wanted to get a closer look, most likely for a selfie or some picture to post on social media. 
So he climbed over a metal railing, lost his footing, and fell right into the volcano. Oh, no. Into the crater. Is he okay? Uh, He fell around uh, 60 to 70 feet. Actually, he got trapped on some kind of narrow ledge. Dude survived, but it took rescuers hours to get him out of there. And he had to be airlifted to the hospital. I don't know his condition, but... What? Oh my God, he actually failed. survived? He survived. Where oh was this? It was hot. I, I've been there and seen it. You can't get anywhere close to an opening. There's a railing, and I saw a picture, like a metal railing. Oh, wow. Where he went down off this kind of cliff. Wow, I didn't see that part. Kilauea is not currently erupting. It's, its alert level is green. But despite that, it is active, and it will erupt at some point again. Dummy. Dummy! Man. The railing's there for a reason. <laughs> uh, last year, a guy from Des Moines spilled gravy on his laptop. Why was gravy even close to his laptop? I was just going to say, what are you doing? Because it's gravy. If he saw this guy, he'd go, hey, it makes sense. <laughs> this, guy pro- this guy probably has gravy, you know, Everywhere. throughout his house. <laughs> Always within reach, a cup of gravy. Brown gravy, probably. Anyway, he went to Best Buy. Bought himself a new laptop, uh, paid the uh, store's geek squad to transfer the files from the you know, gravy-covered co- uh, computer to the new one. And during the transfer, an employee noticed a couple pictures that he thought, eh, is this child porn? Called the police, and yep, it was kitty porn. He had an excuse, though. He says he downloaded the child porn because he wanted to tell other people about it. Okay. Hmm. He's been charged with 10 counts of possession of child porn and was arrested earlier this week. Have you seen his mugshot? Yeah, that's why I'm like, eh, that's probably that's that's about right. He spilled gravy on his computer. Well, he also probably spilled it on the floor, too, and then fell in his head. I don't know if he saw that. Yeah. He looks like he fell a couple times. He fell a couple times, and I, it's weird. He fell just on his left eye. Twice. Mm-hmm. On Monday night, a man barged into a Dairy Queen in Pueblo, Colorado. He had several guns on him and got all the cash from the register. How much are you getting from the Dairy Queen? I don't know, but he tried to carjack somebody to get away, but he failed. So he took off took off running, got away before the cops could find him. And he might have gotten away with the robbery, except that two hours later, he went back to rob the same Dairy Queen again. You got it. And he tried to carjack a getaway car again, but failed again. So he ran away on foot again. But this time, the cops set up a perimeter, and uh, yeah, he was gone. Failed. How much you get the first time? And then after you robbed it. The... You get it, what do you get? A fistful of chopped How... up M&Ms, and that's really <laughs> about much? it. How <laughs> much you get the second time? Uh, I see, uh, you know, today we've got a case of, uh, the classic case of, is that giant slab of meat in your pants, or, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Both. <laughs> There's a 40-year-old guy from Parrish, Florida. Earlier this week, he went to a grocery store around 8.30 in the morning, grabbed a large 7-pound Angus beef rib roast, and jammed the entire thing right down his pants <laughs> and uh, tried to walk out of the store. Or probably, probably like, waddle out of the store. And the entire thing go down, stopped him, arrested for theft. Failed. The rib roast was valued at 62 bucks, but unfortunately, they, the grocery store had to throw it out. Right. It was down his pants. You can't sell that. On Sunday, a woman and her young kid were in their super sweet Chevy Suburban. They were on a road just northwest of Houston. 
And she was making a left turn when a guy in a motorcycle was revving his engine behind her. Not sure why, but the guy was on a Harley Davidson. He passed a woman on her right side, flipped her off. So she's making the left. The guy passes on the right side, flips the woman off. Then he gets in front of her, turns around to flip her off again for a second time. Lost control, hit a curb, crashed his bike, hit his head, had to be airlifted to the hospital. Oh, boy. Failed. Idiot. Police say that the woman didn't hit him. Like, she didn't hit the guy or anything. He was just dumb. And for the second time, tried to flip her off. One of those instant karma moments. Yeah, it's just one of those times there's a second in your life where you wish you could go back and not mm -hmm. do whatever that was because that second just changed a lot of people's lives. Not sure how these two dummies from Florida thought this would work, but uh, a guy and a woman were trying to bust a friend of, uh, friend of theirs out of jail. So they went to the prison. The two talked to jail staff through an intercom at the entrance, said they were new detectives and were trying to get the partner out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both arrested for impersonating a law enforcement officer. I don't yeah, know. I would assume that's how, that how long it took before the staff just went, this is so stupid. Probably pretty much right away. Probably right, right away. Yeah, okay, let me go get your partner. Okay, hey guys, officer, hey turn around, please, here. and uh, put your hands behind your back. <laughs> but the local sheriff's office posted on something on Facebook saying the two have been since reunited with their partner. <laughs> that's so nice. That's good. Uh, I'm not sure what this woman's end goal was, but it backfired in a pretty major There's a 33-year-old woman named Amber, and she called in a fake burglary near her house in Montgomery, Alabama last Wednesday morning because she thought her husband was there cheating on her, which he was. Apparently, she wanted the cops to scare him or interrupt any sexy stuff that was going on, and she may have also known there were drugs in the house because police found pot and cocaine. So the husband and mistress, they were arrested. But apparently some of the drugs were Amber's because she's also facing drug charges and a charge for calling in a false report. Failed. Plus, cops found drugs in her five-year-old kid's bedroom. So they tacked on a child endangerment charge. Failed. Even the kid was doing No, no, no. I'm not sure how much jail time she's looking at, but the cops are angry over the false report. Because it dragged them away from a small fire, which was at a nearby school. That did wow. Uh, there's a 54-year-old woman named Zelda. She's from uh, Tonawanda, New York, upstate. And she called 911 on Saturday with a problem. She was trying to kill her 76-year-old boyfriend. She couldn't get the job done, so she needed some advice. So she called 911. Okay. <laughs> uh, she was drunk. She already hit the guy like five or six times with a VCR and was trying to hit him with a leaf blower. <laughs> but it wasn't working. He, he wasn't even hurt. The 911 dispatcher did not give Zelda any advice, but did send the cops to her place. And she was arrested for endangering the welfare of an elderly person and criminal possession of a weapon. Failed. <laughs> Love that story. Uh, last Wednesday in Wyoming, a 36-year-old guy walked into a sporting goods store, stole a pair of sunglasses, stole some ammunition. I'm thinking this is like a Bass Pro or, or some that mm -hmm. Cabela's, that type of store. Two days later, the guy returned to the store, asked to fill out a job application, which he did, and then stole two more pairs of sunglasses. Was he caught? 
You betcha. <laughs> Real name on the application. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fail. Idiots. How many pairs I mean, of truly idiots. does one need? It keeps losing them. <laughs> a uh, 50, uh, 50-year-old guy from northern Mexico spent days digging a hole so he could spy on a former girlfriend of his. Like, I don't know what the plan was to tunnel to her house. I mean, like tunnel to her house and then come up through the bathroom. I, I don't know. Why do, you, why do you attempt to try and get in the minds of these criminals? Like, it doesn't make sense. Well, the girlfriend had a restraining order against this psycho because of uh, domestic violence charges. Anyway, not sure what the plan was, but at some point the hole he was digging collapsed and the dummy had a call for help because he was trapped in the hole. prison for the restraining order violation. All right, so I have a restraining order against me, so if I just dig a hole, everything should be fine. Yeah, sure. (laughs) This shouldn't end bad. All right, two more. Three guys broke into a Best Buy in Sugarland, Texas, around 3 a.m. on Sunday. Set off the alarm, but they got away before the cops could get there. And, just like in one of the other stories, they might have gotten away with it. Except somehow one of them accidentally butt-dialed 911 from the getaway truck. Okay. Oh, don't tell me. Is this the one, one of the ones where they have their whole plans are on, <laughs> on the, during the 911 call? But the 911 operators, they couldn't actually hear, hear what they were talking about, okay. but they heard car noises. <laughs> so they pinged the cell phone and noticed it was speeding away from the Best Buy towards Houston. So the cops were like, these must be the burglars. So they caught up with the truck, got into a high-speed chase. The guys eventually bailed out, you know, bailed out of the truck, took off running, and uh, they were all eventually arrested. But... Failed. <laughs> and finally, you know, I'm not sure this is the best way to drum up new business, but all right. It's a 33-year-old guy from Bridgeton, New Jersey. And last week, he went to the library and started talking to a woman. Eventually, he gave her his business card. And then he exposed his junk to her. Right on. Normal. Normal behaviors thus far. Yeah, so what's so weird? So here's the business card, and then here's my... <laughs> Let me give... Here's, here's my, my business card. Here's my business. <laughs> here's my contact. Here's my presentation. <laughs> she, called the guy, uh, she called the cops. Guy took off before they got there, but since the woman had his business card, the cops were able to track him down and arrest him for lewdness. Come on, man. <laughs> and those are your Friday fail stories. The Rizzuto Show. Hey, don't forget about Riz Show Night at Swing Around Fun Town. Sunday, May 19th, Swing Around Fun Town at Fenton. 15 bucks, and we're taking over the place. Unlimited uh, access to the go-karts, the bumper boats, batting cages, bumper cars, mini golf, the indoor playground. I love that we're doing this because we all are children anyway. So. Oh, yeah. It's the week before Point Fest. So we'll be giving out Point Fest tickets every 15 minutes. Bring the family, bring a date. We're going to have a blast. So at Swing Around Fun Town, race show night, Sunday, May 19th. Get all the details. Buy your tickets at 1057thepoint.com. Anybody watch that show, Superstore? Is it on NBC? I've seen it, but I haven't. You know it's supposed to take place in Kirkwood? Yeah. The store is supposed to be in Kirkwood? Yeah. I just found that out. I knew it was Mind St. Blown. Louis. I didn't know exactly where. Like, they have St. Louis references all the time. Just found that out. Yeah. Okay. Neat. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, let's get to your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. We have the results of Real or Fake coming up uh, before yes. we get out of here today. Yes, correct? we do. 
And I don't know if this has ever been brought up before, so I'm throwing it out there. This person wants to know what happens if two people uh, get over 21 points in the same day. So, for example, miraculously, somebody comes back uh, to tie King Scott, and both Scott and whoever that is get over 21 points. And whoever has the most points. Okay, so it's 20. So if somebody has 23, the other one has 22, 23 wins. Yep. And and if it happens to be a tie, then they come up with a joint. Then it's a it's a dual winner. Mm-hmm. Punishment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, now we we will have to address that when it comes to the thirtieth punishment. If it's winner takes all, what if there's two winners? Are those two then people exempt? Two people yeah. will okay. be immune. I would think right. that would make sense. Okay. Right? Well, we discussed it, and now that's the decision. Tabled. <laughs> okay. Next. Uh, let's see. I was selected to be featured in a newsletter that our company sends out both both internally and to outside vendors. Guess what uh, made it into my picture? This is Heather, and uh, she had a picture of herself sitting in her cube at work. That was, you know, she was selected to be a feature in some sort of newsletter, mm-hmm. and the uh, a picture in her cube of my real or fake calendar in the background oh made it my. into the company newsletter. Oh yeah, and, and that's the, yeah. What month is that? That's, uh, that's May. That's May. May. <laughs> that chef with his with the robe open, and completely nude. And from right. a distance, you can't tell if it's pixelated or not. Yeah. Or if I'm gray from the waist down, which is very possible. That's funny, man. Yep. There she is. At work. Yep. There's your calendar. Mm-hmm. Which are available still. Yes, they are. On the website 1057thepoint.com. Get them while you can. I don't know if that's really a good decision or not, but oh, that's terrific! I, I mean, somebody thank you. Had to have seen that in the background before they put that's it in the terrific. newsletter, right? I'm sure thank they you. did. Next, I uh, love your show and all that you do for the St. Louis community. I was hoping you could answer a few of my questions uh, since you guys, or at least all of you, almost all of you, have tattoos. I have five tattoos, but only one that I've had to sit for more than an hour for. The, that one is currently unfinished, and I'm working with an artist to get it done. The artist that I'm working with is in Kansas City, so I have to travel from oh. St. Louis to get it finished. Yikes. The artist that I'm working with, and you planning. know, that's my first thought, was we have so many talented artists so many. here. Yeah, but maybe they have somebody that does a very specific thing, and they're looking. That's kind of what I was thinking, too, Moon. you to travel but, back and forth to KC. Hey my, my, my buddy that's done some of my stuff that I want him to finish since he started it is in Oregon. So it's been like seven years since I've had him. You make it out there eventually. Yeah, and, and I'm waiting because out of respect, it's his piece. Did you say he started it here and then moved to Oregon? No, he actually started in Vegas. But Okay, so that is a totally different scenario. Okay, yeah. Because maybe, you maybe you so. got it probably while you were on the road or you met this guy. Like, Yeah, I've known him for years. So that's so, so a different what's story. This, what's this problem? Yeah, and that's the, the difference here. The artist that I'm working with will sometimes go uh, uh, with weeks without responding to me and seems to be a bit flaky. So this person is in Kansas City. They're in St. Louis here. The artist is in Kansas City and just goes weeks without even responding to this guy. Does this guy work for a tattoo guy. shop or is this... That would a be major tattoo. red flags right there. <laughs> uh, if they own their own shop, they pretty much can do whatever the hell they want. I'm just curious if not this the is best the best customer service. No, not at all. Uh, I'm just curious if this is the norm with artists or not. I would not think so. Also, I wanted to see the finished product first before he started, and he told me he doesn't work like that. Oh, so this isn't somebody that they have a connection to in any other way. This is just an artist that they found. Looks and like it. Yeah. Here's, here's well, what'd you say? Like, just okay, just go crazy on my arm. Yeah, you can't do it. I mean, what artist, what tattoo artist goes, no, 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 I gotta show you first. That doesn't make any sense. It's an, a piece of art between you and the, the, the tattoo artist. You come 
to a conclusion. Unless it's a crazy, very famous, yeah. sought-after tattoo sure. artist where you go, mm-hmm. okay, do your thing. Yeah, right. different story. There are a few tattoo artists, like Chris Nunez is one of those dudes, where if I had the opportunity to have him tattoo on me, I would go, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Go. Yeah, me too. There's a couple. Who's couple probably guys. the most well-known tattoo artist? Kat Von D. I would Kat, say. Kat Von D. Let's say. I mean, I don't. I I don't necessarily. I I, I think she's talented. I don't think she's okay, the but best. She's but she's known. Well, she's known. probably the most yes, the biggest yes. name. Sure. That, that, that that you know, my mom would recognize. Right. You know her name. That's when you go. Okay, give me a give me a Kat Von D. Tattoo. Do what you. Right. Where Here's that's the basis story. of what this I'm looking a Kat for. Von D. Here's how big I want it. This is the area. Go crazy. I've done that with my artists. Like you have a relationship with them. Yeah, there's a couple of times where I've gone. Yeah, I, I either say like, "Here's an idea, roll with it," or I just go, "It's you. You do what you want to do." <laughs> and here's a question I have for you. Okay, so you have a guy that does a piece on you. He starts. You, you're doing a half sleeve. He starts it, and then he is here in Missouri, and then he goes, "Hey, man, sorry, my job is taking me. I got a great opportunity. I'm going to New York. I'll be there." Mm-hmm. And you go, "Okay, is it bad or is it wrong to get your tattoo finished by somebody locally?" I don't, I don't think, so. think most artists no. would, would be offended by that because yeah. they're the one that changes the scenario. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're the you're one who moving. walked away, jerk face. I know some people that wouldn't do it. Well, yeah. Some artists or something? no, no, no. Like some people, like like my guy left. I'm waiting for him, and they went to so I can get up there. Like you said, Moon. You so know, you... personal preference, but I don't think yeah. it's yeah, just faux pas. I wouldn't worry about it. Next, I uh, just want to say I really appreciate y'all. I'm in the 101st Airborne Combat Vet. I have severe PTSD from being the driver of a mine-resistant vehicle in Afghanistan. I cannot imagine what that means on a daily basis of what you do. 110 combat missions. Now I drive uh, a semi-locally, so there's plenty of triggers for me. But it's, it's what I like to do and what I know best. Been to college and actually had uh, a radio show back in the day at Webster. Just like the truck better. Anyway, I just want to say thank you for a well-done program that truly helps me get up and get through my day. Well, thank you Thanks for your service. For awesome. Thanks for the what military a badass, love. Huh? A mine-resistant truck. I cannot imagine. And how many missions? Over 100 missions? 110 combat missions. That's Chris. So wow. Congratulations, Chris. Yeah, man. And that's a, such a cool email, too. It makes us feel like we're doing something that's worthy, yeah. you know? And so, not just all fart jokes, you. you know? Yeah. I no. mean, then we have that, too. You know? <laughs> wait, wait, Chris is laughing right now, driving his truck. That's <laughs> all that matters. Next! Uh, I was curious if you guys had any specific time in your parenting life that was especially difficult or exhausting. I'd love to hear your take on the easiest and or the hardest years as a parent. Thanks for keeping whenever, me entertained. Whenever you think you cleared one hurdle, there's another one. That's <laughs> just another yep. challenge. Yep. You know, ah, thank God we're out of diapers. Now we have this. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's always that next thing. And that, then, you know, now they're not toddlers. Sure. Now there's this. It's. I mean, it starts as easy as, oh, look, they can walk, to where the hell they go. Uh-huh. You know what I will say? Of all the things that I've been through as a parent with my kids um, that are difficult or or phases that, that are really rough or just really difficult things as a parent, nothing compares to when your kid is sad. And I don't remember, I, I, don't, I don't mean like sad, like hurt or bummed out about a bully at school. I mean like if your kid is ever going through something that's ridiculously sad, I, I, my mother's words, and I don't know how true they are, but they always have rung true to me um, in this type of scenario that you're only as happy as your saddest child. And um, anytime one of my kids, and I'm, mostly I'm speaking about my older kids, has gone through like a difficult period, that is the most difficult part mm. as a parent. I'll tell you, uh, the, uh, let me see, the worst time, and I'm trying to think, 
I'm trying to think of uh, when my wife and I were were fighting the most. Probably when the kids were in diapers still. Mm, yeah. If we could just erase that whole time, that's that was the <laughs> yeah. worst. I would say probably overall <sighs> parents would say diaper time because that's when everybody, that's the time of, of parenting when everybody proclaims uh, that they're out of it. <laughs> diaper time you was know the what I worst. Mean? Yeah. Like, Tony, Infant. when you're done with your second one with diapers, or maybe you already are, I don't know. We're you close. Will, you will proclaim. Yes. Infant, we're out of diapers. Infant diaper time, uh. the worst. Because <laughs> think about it, that's less stuff that you got to take with you every time you take the kids out. When you're in diapers, you got all kinds of crap then, you got to bring with you. And then it was the, the second kid. I was like, what are we doing? We're doing this again? Why did we, we do hated this? this. We, remember we hated this? <laughs> remember we hated this time? That's why there's the a lot worst. of families with two kids. The first one, you're great. Second one, you're like, hey, okay. I was waiting for it, and it happened way sooner than I thought. Somebody said Riz was always arguing with his wife because Riz wouldn't change any diapers. <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to watch it being done. Woke you up a few times. <laughs> that... That stuff is far easier, though, than dealing with, like, emotions sure. and things with, you know, later. When later you cannot tenure, communicate and uh, with the person that you're, you, you know, you're, 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 I guess yeah. you're tasked with, with protecting. Yeah. Uh, that's that stuff when they can't communicate back. It's... I know what you're saying, though, Moon. Very when, frustrating. When your kid is sad and you can't just flip a switch to make him happy again, that's the worst it's the worst. I remember my youngest got bullied at school, and her version of being bullied when she was like in fourth grade was somebody called her weird mm -hmm. at the at the yeah, water. And fountain. you can have conversations with them and and sort of guide them in, in different ways. But when there's something real serious, when they're older, yeah, you feel helpless as a parent to to pretty crazy well, degree. I mean, and and you're also sad, but you're also trying to be super dad and yeah. Superman. And uh, and it's listen, there's challenges throughout. Oh. It's just That's a why very, the countdown to 18. It's a very yeah. large amount. Countdown to 18. I point to it every day. Kids, I have a countdown in the kitchen. Yeah. Clock. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> As if you're, like, absolved of, like, stress? Yeah. Get out. <laughs> no, you got to I can legally throw you out. There's a sad Man. reality that's going to hit you. I can legally throw you out. On that day. <laughs> Next. Uh, you guys always speak about how good Chris Kerber, the voice of the radio voice of the blues, yes. is, and how you could listen to him call anything. Last week, he called my kids' elementary bingo night. Oh, Chris wow, Kerber cool. was the MC for your kids' bingo night. Pretty cool. <laughs> he absolutely wow. killed it. He made it all kinds of fun. Hats up to him, and that's uh, Jeremy. Do you have that call? The 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 no, because somebody sent us a link to it. The link has been pulled down. <sighs> the call with uh, Lindell diving? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was sent to us in a message on social media, and the link has since been taken down. So Bummer. I can imagine Curbs doing something like, B11, if you've got B11, well, best. He is. <laughs> goal. Yeah, we're lucky here in St. Louis that we, uh, that we have a guy like that. Yep. Uh, one more, yes, Jeff. We do. Uh, big fan have podcasted every show all the way back years and years and years. Uh, something startling happened to me while I was at a sporting goods store in St. Peter's. I went to use the restroom and stood at the urinal next to a man at another one. Following? I, like most men, usually avoid that scenario and just use another urinal or stall. But I thought I heard someone in the stall. There was only two urinals. Okay. Partitions between them. So the guy sidles up right next to you. Yes. Sidles up right, uh, right there. Okay. So while using the restroom, the man was already at the other urinal, reached around the partition, and grabbed my ass. So you're standing at a Wait urinal. Wait a minute. And somebody reaches around the partition and grabs an ass. And then when did he wake up after he took a knife across to the face? And they're at a sporting goods store. I would have marched right to the knives. 
<laughs> you would have marched too, wouldn't you? Uh huh. You uh, stay here. I was stunned. I turned and I you said to the man, me. "You mf'er, you better effing stop." He stopped. I finished, ran out of the restroom and found the nearest associate. I then spoke with a manager and we approached the man near the entrance of the store and I could tell something was a little off on the guy. He denied the whole thing and proceeded to complain that the water in the bathroom wasn't working Get and that his here. hands were smelling like soap. My God. Manager told him he needed to leave the store and that if he heard of it again, he would not be allowed back in. I thank the manager. He would not be allowed back in? That's pretty much grounds for you're never coming back here and I'm probably calling the police. Yeah, why wouldn't you... Is it? Would you have called the police there? I probably would have seen red. I can. I'm probably gone nuts. My first reaction was, man, why wasn't somebody? Why didn't somebody call the cops? But then I fast forward to me telling the cop, well, I was going to the bathroom. This guy reached over and grabbed my butt. And then what if the guy goes, I didn't, I didn't do right. it. And it also sounds like the guy wasn't all there too. So, so. That's, I don't. That's not my problem. An ass grab of the urinal. Is that not okay? Is that a but is that a call to the cops? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Call to the cops for sure. Everyone? This is probably not a popular answer. I, I don't think I would have. Hmm. I think Man. the only reason to call is if it, he would do that again. I think a I wouldn't call because yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, that I upset that he did that to if, me. If it continued, I, I'm telling you, I don't think I would because I would just, I, I just want to move on. I would just want to move on. I honestly think, and this is not me trying to be a badass or anything, I think if I'm at the urinal and I'm using the restroom and somebody grabs my ass, I think I physically at least shove them. I think my body just kicks in and I, I shove them. I see red. I, I don't know if I'd call them. Yeah, I wouldn't do Maybe that I would. Probably, probably not. I don't know. I don't know. I probably would shove and never it. Be, get the F off me. I hope to never be... Never be in this scenario, yeah. right? I would assume. I would assume that I have no clue what's going on with this person or why they crossed that line and felt that way. And if it was a one-time thing, I'd just be like, "Whoa, what was that, man?" And then I, I would just exit. I, I think it the heightens scenario. it. The fact think, that you're at the urinal. I think the marching to the knife section actually wouldn't be. <laughs> I think that'd be acceptable. I just get out of the situation. Hey, this is Dan Cummins, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Love you. So no Brian Posehn today, I guess. They can't get him out of his hotel room. Yeah, okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the status is, but they haven't left the hotel. So okay, well, never mind then. It's all right. And that's a bummer, but it's not helium's fault. No. Well, they've been sitting there. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Well. That's right. Show must go on, right, fellas? Yes, sir. Uh, you got it. I mean, you could. Do you have other things that maybe There's you could possibly? Of other things. I mean, I don't know if we got sports coming up here in a second. Headline: Who's so USA Today had a list of the 20, uh, 20 richest contracts in sports history. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. I did not. But they ranked them by the total amount, length of each deal, when it was signed, and the average payout per year. So these is, this, are the, is this pretty, like, is this? These are the 20 richest contracts in sports history. Is this who you think? Or do they, like, based I, on I wouldn't have guessed number one. Like, do they say Bonilla? No. Oh really? That wasn't that wasn't. It wasn't the biggest, but I figured you know gets a million a, 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 a year for. I mean, it's it's fifty five years or whatever total, the hell it is. Total amount is number one, like total amount of. And the you contract. wouldn't have got number one. I don't think I would have. Could what you, sport? If I give you the sport, you'll you get it right away. It's baseball. It's baseball. It's Manny Machado, or is it Bryce uh, Harper? No. Manny Machado is number five. No, it's 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 uh it's, it's uh, Trout, isn't it? No, it's not Giancarlo Stanton. No, Trout's got a, so, a let me tell you, Manny Machado. Trout's got a contract coming up. Finally, it's not me. I'm not participating. <laughs> Wait, Scott's trying to say something. What? No. 
Manny Machado is number five. So he, he his contract is $300 million over 10 years. He signed it this year. $30 million a year. So who's number one? A-Rod. Oh, man, it might still A-Rod be was number A-Rod. eight. It's not A-Rod. A-Rod, he signed a $252 million contract, 10 years, signed in 01. So Harper's was for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. A-Rod ha- is twice on the list. A-Rod number eight and number six. He signed a 10-year deal in 2008 worth $275 million. Holy smokes. He made a half a billion dollars in two contracts. Yeah. Is, is, it, a, is it a player that we should know? Oh, yeah. It was mentioned. Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah, it's Mike Trout's is. extension. Did he get an extension? Yeah, they signed this year. Did Mike Trout. That, is, oh, then it's it. Yeah. Mike Trout's number one. Yeah. Four hundred twenty-six point five million dollar contract, twelve years, signed this year, makes thirty-five point five million dollars a year. Wow. Is number two Harper? Harper's number three. Three hundred thirty million of thirteen years, signed this year, twenty-five point four mil. He said Machado was four. four. Uh. Boxer uh, Canelo Alvarez is number two. I never would have got okay. that. He signed a $365 million five-year deal. He's got either a fight coming up or just happened, one of the two. I think one of the fights on DAZN'd. He's, he's, got, he's got signed an 11-fight deal, $73 million a year. He's the guy that was in those, those Stallone beer uh, commercials. Correct. Yep. Super, super bad, right? Another name was mentioned before, batter back and forth. Stanton. Mm. Yep. $325 million, 13-year deal. $25 million a year. I don't know who this is. Nolan, uh, uh, Nolan Arendao? Or Arenado. Arenado? That's, is that the third baseman for Colorado? Arenado, yeah. Nolan yeah. Arenado. Yeah, he was he was one of the big, that was this year, right? Or this yeah. past? No, this, this year. That was this year. Passed off year, yeah. Yeah, he, he was one of those guys where they were saying he was like the outlier that, because of Harper, he would have got way more if Harper would have signed Boy, sooner. Oh. It's amazing. These are, I mean, 90% of these are baseball players. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I would have thought a lot of basketball. No, no. there's only, like, mm-hmm. a, there's only two basketball players on here that I could see. Three. Miguel Cabrera is number nine. Okay. Baseball player. Robinson Cano. Yep. Baseball player number 10. Uh, he's tied with Albert Pulos. Number 12 is the first basketball player on the list. And that's LeBron. Nope. That's uh, Jason Kidd. Nope. Oh, oh man, he did Kevin Durant. Nope. Russell big, Westbrook. Big beard. James Harden. James Harden. Beard. James Harden. Then Joey Votto. David Price. Joey Votto. Get out of here. Joey with Votto. His. In 2014, signed a 10-year deal worth 225 million dollars. He's making 22.5 million a year. David Price, Clayton Kershaw, Prince Fielder. St. Louis zone, Max Scherzer. Prince Fielder, he don't even play anymore, does he? Uh-uh. He signed a nine-year, $214 million contract. Wow. Zach Greinke, then Russell Re- Russell Westbrook, and then uh, Stephen Curry. Huh. Stefan or Stefan? Steph. Steph? Steph Curry. Steph Curry at number 20. No soccer players on this list? Hmm. Or no football players. If it, if it, 
I guarantee you it's not global. I think it's, it's probably football. in America. Football probably say. because the length of career isn't that long. I mean, you can't. It's tough to sign a ten-year contract with a football player. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that Ronaldo just signed like a two billion dollar a year contract. Yeah, so. I mean, this has got to be just in America. I don't know. It's twenty richest contracts in sports history. Really? Because some of those dudes were making like even some 300... of those Formula One drivers. Mm. Some of those guys are making three hundred thousand pounds a week. And when you convert that to U.S. dollars, it's that's like, you know, like $1,200, bucks. isn't it? <laughs> Before taxes. Yeah, that's, that can't be factored. It's good money for just playing a game. Yeah. It's pretty neat. I'm trying to look up Ronaldo's contract. Moon will look it up. Let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Here is Tony Patrico with your... Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by our friends at West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Blues back in action tonight against the Dallas Stars at Enterprise Center. Game 5, 8 uh, 8.30 puck drop. Blues look to bounce back from their 4-2 loss on Wednesday. Game 6 will be in Dallas on Sunday at 2 p.m. And if necessary, Game 7 will be in St. Louis on Tuesday. Oh, boy. We nervous about tonight? Nope. We need this win, fellas. We're going to bring it. Oh, what? yeah. It's going to be brought Right now, this is just the initial number at the top of this article, and I'll figure it out and break it down with how the deal actually works, because I know this isn't talking about sponsors or anything, but this sentence right here, Cristiano Ronaldo makes over $108 million a year. $108 million a year? He makes $108 just million a year. The like the club is paying him. I don't know. Let me break that so you down. Have to take, you have to take sponsorships out. There's a contract signed by the club. I'm getting there. I'll, I'll break it down because i got to do the conversions and things, too. Uh, last night, the Bruins beat the Blue Jackets 4-1 to and tied that series up at a game apiece. Avalanche beat the Sharks 3-0. That series is tied. The early game tonight could see our first elimination of the second round as the Hurricanes look to close things up with a four-game sweep over the Islanders. Dakota Hudson had a hell of a night striking out seven in six innings, but it wasn't enough as the Cardinals lost to the Nationals, failing to pick up the series sweep. Cardinals in Chicago for an afternoon game today. First pitch scheduled for 120. Jack Flaherty gets the start. Well, I, saw, I watched some of the game, and there was a rain delay, a pretty long rain delay, and they, they finished the game at night. Mm -hmm. And it was Goldschmidt up to bat, bases loaded, down a run. And was it a call third strike? It was a check, no, check, check, check swing. Check swing, yeah. And Mike Schilt, I, that guy's pretty calm and cool most of the time, pretty expressionless. That guy went nuts. I think it was a good time to go nuts, too. Not just because the call was bad, but it shows a little fire and brimstone to his players. Hey, look, I got you. And I think he would have oh, been okay. I think he would have been okay getting kicked out. It's one of those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he could have. Nuts. They could have kicked him out because he was dropping F-bombs. And that, I think that's enough. Yeah. I mean, he went, he did come unhinged, I, as they I said. I thought it was a bad call myself. Yeah. No, no. He came, I mean, off that, off that bench. Yeah. Right. Moon. Okay, and first of all, he's standing next oh to three of his cars that are all worth more than $3 million a piece. Um, so that's how he spends it. But right here, as of a couple years ago, and I think this is why it maybe didn't make the list, because these baseball players are signing these deals for $20, $30 million a year for 10 years. Yeah. Whereas, like, a soccer contract is four years, five years. Yeah. His four-year deal here um, that ended recently with Real Madrid, he did take a slight pay cut where he went now. But at that time... He was making 120 million euros, which was 140, almost 141 million dollars a year on a four-year contract. That broke down to 61 million in salary and winnings in dollars, and 47 million 
uh, a year in endorsements each year. And he took a pay cut. I don't know how he's going to survive. I don't know either. But what I'm saying is I think that that, that ranking, because this, this ranking, according to the end of 2017, said that he was the third highest paid athlete on the planet. Mm. I believe it. It's Guy's crazy. pretty popular. Uh, Washington Nationals pitcher Steven Strasburg set a record last night by reaching 1,500 strikeouts in fewer innings than any pitcher in Major League Baseball history. Hmm. Pretty cool record to set yeah. there. Funny video you got to check out last night at the Dodgers game. A guy really wanted a foul ball so bad that he did it at all cost. He ditched his order of fries to grab a foul ball at the Giants game yesterday and came up with a souvenir. I didn't. <laughs> then fast forward. And again, another ball hit towards him, and he sacrificed his piece of pizza. An attempt to grab another ball. Unfortunately, this time he failed. And in the process, he dropped a woman in front of him who was having absolutely none of it. That piece of pizza landed right on her shoulder. Oh, and, and she uh, grabbed uh, it uh, and has uh, a scowl. She grabbed it and tossed it right on the ground. What was that first, the first item? Fries. I mean, just all over the place. So, if so you he's think got about one, it. he's got in his, in his left hand, or his right hand, the fries. Lo probably, lo and they look like they were loaded fries. Are you even with jalapenos and everything? Probably. Oh, <laughs> and they go all over the place. He gets the foul ball. <laughs> and then gets hit a ball again, and there goes the pizza. That's like 75 bucks worth of food. I was just going to say, in all reality, in San Francisco, I bet he spent at least $40 on that food. Um, the video is hysterical. I'll send it to Scott to put on the blog. Uh, the Red Sox, who made headlines for their fondness for the video game Fortnite last year. Remember? That was like the club bonding. They were kicking oh, yeah. ass and kicking ass on Fortnite. Uh, it's been removed from the clubhouse and banned. Uh, multiple players have said that the team decided that time spent playing the game in the clubhouse had reached the point to where it was becoming counterproductive to putting their best foot forward on the field. They're not doing great this yeah. year. So let's stop with the Fortnite. David Price and some players played the game a lot. He even played Fortnite throughout the World Series run, and they are even saying that his injury of carpal tunnel came from playing Fortnite. Oh, wow. You're on board with that theory. Obviously. That's what the team said. Uh, finally, women's hockey players are joining together to fight for their futures. More than 200 female hockey players have pledged to boycott North American hockey leagues until they are offered livable wages for their work. So this happened yesterday, and uh, one of the Team USA hockey stars, Hillary Knight, she tweeted out, we cannot make a sustainable living playing in the current state of the professional game. Uh, I mean, people did some research. Players in the National Women's Hockey League can make as little as, like, $2,000 and aren't even offered health insurance. So they say for these reasons, the statement says we will not play in any professional leagues in North America this season until we get the resources that professional hockey demands and deserves. Finally, a NASCAR race at Dover this weekend. Cup Series heads to Dover International Speedway on Sunday. Race time is scheduled for 1 p.m. Wait, wait, wait. I smell gas. Wait. I think you, you may have flooded it. All right, see you guys. All right, man. Oh. All right. Uh, sports brought to you by Emco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. Boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. All right, let's go to North Royalton, Ohio. It's, it's not safe to eat complicated foods when you're driving. I, I mean, Serena, you're saying bowl of chili, crab, crab legs, legs, yeah, lasagna, or drunk, by the way, too, right? It, it adds to it a little and bit, and especially not both. A woman was uh, driving last month; she almost slammed into a cop car heading in the other direction, and the cop had to swerve off the road to avoid being hit. <laughs> so he pulled the woman over and asked her to uh, explain herself. 
why why did she almost hit him head on? And she said it was because she was eating nachos from Taco Bell and lost control. That might have been true, but she also smelled like booze and was clearly drunk. So she wound up failing a field sobriety test miserably. Turns out, guys, she's got two previous DUIs. What? No, I don't does. believe no. it. It was Taco Bell's fault, too? Taco Bell's fault, too. <laughs> Charged with a DUI, driving left to center, not giving full attention, and obstructing official business. I mean, this close to Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Her argument makes about as much sense as the Red Sox blaming losses on carpal tunnel developed by Fortnite. <laughs> Either way... From uh, North Royalton, Ohio. There's your headline, Hoosh. The Rizzuto Show on 1057 The Point. So we got no Brian Posehn today. I guess he overslept? Uh, yeah, that's what I was told. First time, huh? Uh, what, that's, what did Helium say? He said he overslept. We're very, very sorry. That's unlike him. Okay, well, that's a shame. Uh, we had a game planned out for him. I guess we'll just uh, play with Moon Knight. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- And King Scott's going to help you out. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't know I don't know how I'll do on this. It's been a while since we played this, and I know that I will, I'll confidently say I, I will probably not do as well as Brian was saying would. We, sh- we should make it a rule that he can't take his headphones off and pace around the room like he normally You cannot take your headphones game. off. Oh, what do you and mean? And pace around the room. That's why I you got Scott. You got Scott here. Sometimes I need to do that to sort of right, like. That's, that's why I'm saying we, we should make it a rule that you can't it's do it. It's the lullaby game. <laughs> so we'll give you uh, we'll give you ten lullabies, and these are lullaby versions of rock songs. And you have to tell us what the song is. Scott, you're lying. I have to tell you what the song is, not the artist. Song. Oh boy. Correct. Song. Oh, Correct. Uh, one song. or the other. Right? That's easier that way. How about song. either? I think they're I think they're easy. What year it was released? Uh, <laughs> most of these are rock songs. The other, there's a couple like hip hop songs. There's one. one, one, but easy, easy. That 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 hip hop song in there was supposed to be the example. All right, it, it's easy. <laughs> okay. All right, out of ten, how many will Moon and King Scott get correct? And uh, Point Fest tickets will give those out. Shows on May 25th. All right, Caleb, what do you think? Out of ten, how many will Moon and King Scott get? I'm sorry? Out of 10, how many will Moon and King Scott get? Mm, out of 10, I'm going to say four. Four? Okay. Let's go to Tom and Belleville. Hello, Tom. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, out of 10, how many will Moon and King Scott get? Uh, six. Six, okay. Point Fest tickets on the line. And uh, Brian in DeSoto. Hello, Brian. Hi. Hey. Cool, All right, Point Fest tickets on the line. How many... Will Moon and King Scott get out of 10? I'm going to go with eight, and let's go blues. Yeah. All right, buddy. Hang on. Guess. All right, here we go. Out of 10, here is your first lullaby version of a song. Here's the hip-hop song, okay? Cheating. He's cheating. He turned down his headphones. He's cheating. He's cheating. That's that's messed up. Come on, that's da-da-da. I know the song. I give it. It's it's Trey. It's not gin and juice. Um, it's Dan. What is that song called? What's the song Three, called, Scott? Two. It's not gin and juice. One. 
I'm I, I, I can't, I'm think, of, I can't think of the song name. That is. I know the song. Nothing but a cheese. Nothing but a cheese. Oh my gosh, I knew the song, but I, I couldn't grab the title. That's killing one me. Wrong. Oh, oh, duff. I thought it was. You one. better get this right. Here we go. That's gonna be my problem. Is I'm not. I don't know the titles of some Here of my songs. Here we song. go. <laughs> Is it back in black? Give him no credit for that answer. It is back in black. Nice. I'm not cheating, yeah. dude. We give you a rule and you cheat. You told me well, that. No, 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 turn his headphones I said that. Turn, turn his headphones on. Here you go. You got one right. Sorry, I function slightly different than you do. Here's your next one. You better get this right. Wrong. You better get this right. Oh. Call it out, Scott. Oh, I can say it? Yeah. Never mind. That's not the name of the song, is it? I mean, uh, yeah, it smells like tea spirit, sorry. That's not it either. I mean, man. Oh, in Euro, it's a, uh, um. When you turn yeah, six black. seconds. Six it's seconds. Heart shape box. Heart yeah, shape box. There you go. You to get to the <laughs> He's over here I mean, saying a, right? a record name. Correct. Oh, no, I'm like, it's disgusting. But it's, Patrico's disgusting. Oh, I am disgusting. I didn't turn it down there. All right, here we go. Here is your fourth one. <laughs> the stress that we go through is the entertaining part. Your next one. I don't think they're gonna get this one. This is a tough one. You could surprise me. You surprised me by getting that one wrong, but there you go. Well, it's again song title. On this radio station, seven bazillion times. Could it be? Is it a system of a down? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop songs. Chop songs. Nice. Look at you guys. Okay, here's your next one. Song titles, man. Yeah, I know song titles. Like, oh, this toxicity. is a classic song. It's an old timey song. I mean, old timey. 80s. Here we go. Separate ways. 
this next one, I'll give you a hint. It's a metal song, a, a popular one. Oh, that's a huge hit. It's, no, it's, it's a big hit. Will, will Moon and King Scott know it? Here we go. Your next one. Metal song from a a, a, a a classic metal band had a couple mainstream hits. This being one of them, huge following, cult following. So he's called my Kiss, but I, I couldn't no, tell you one. Not Kiss. Oh, like Twisted Sister or somebody? Megadeth. Yeah, uh, skin, skin of your teeth or something. <sighs> it's it's Run to the Hills from Iron Maiden. Oh, see, I don't know. I've seen Iron Maiden twice. I love watching them, but I don't know anything. Yeah, I only know their cover band stuff. I don't know their stuff. I hear this song. I know this song now that you're playing. I could have never told you. You'll get this one. Here we go. Oh, come on. It's way different that you see the, the, the song, by the way. You see the title and play it, you know it right away. It's easy for you. Yeah, but I was playing this game back in the office. I got most of them right. Yeah, I mean, it's much easier when you see this. Well, of course it is. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, Master yeah. of Puppets. Is it Master, Master of Puppets? Yeah. Yes. And especially with him, you know, he, he, there's so much stuff that goes on in his head when it comes to this. Yeah. All right, how many, how many is that? <laughs> That's eight total. He's got five right. Okay, here we go. Next one. Big fat hit. Tempos are, are tricky. Yeah. I, I feel like this is... I'm not going to make an excuse, but I, I, I feel like some musicians would have a harder time than non-musicians with this. Stuck in certain sure. areas with songs. Stop it, Riz. Sure. Stop. You're a musician now, you know. On well, I mean, I'm a guy that's played all these songs a lot. You You're know, a shredder. It could, it could screw, screw me up. You screw me up, too. I don't know. I'm a shredder, yes. <laughs> all right, last one. Here we go. Everybody point fetch tickets. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. point fetch tickets. Everybody yeah. got point fetch tickets. Yeah, I'll have some. May 25th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. You got your live see the coding Cambria Fuel Filter, POD, Greek Fire, Andrew WK, and many, many more. Tickets are on sale now. What's up? This is Tito Ortiz. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So once that Donnie walked in the room, it became real. My ass is on the line today. Talking to the guys and everything was fine, and then you kind of got a little clippy with me, and I was like, "Dude, what? What's going on?" And then I thought, like, "Well, dumbass, it's Friday, and it's Friday, the results, it's and real we're getting results. close to the end." It's funny because you come in, and when it's go time for somebody in the room, you get yelled at. Well, 
yell? No, 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 no. It wasn't yell. It was chippiness. No, 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 no. And that's fine. And I completely get it and would be exactly the same way if the punishment, if I was staring at that punishment. Well, I mean, King Scott could close it out this week with a boob sweep. And then who's in last place? Me with 11 points. And the punishment is shot with the airsoft gun every day until the next competition ends. It'll be three times, by the way. Three times a day. Hmm. What? I was just thinking, do you, it, it's almost to the point where I know you want the competition to extend, but there is a possibility you and King Scott have different locks this week. So even if there's not a boob sweep and the competition continues, he can distance himself from you even more. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it, so like, is it delaying the inevitable? A stay of execution? I don't yeah. know. It doesn't matter. I don't care about King Scott right now Aww. as far as... As far as him, so nothing's yeah. changed. As far as him winning, <laughs> I just don't want to be in last place. I'm right. more concentrating on Moon and and Jeff, right? And you, and you, yeah. You know, and we're all. I mean, I have 11 points. Moon's got 12 points. You have 13 points, and Jeff's got 14 points. <sighs> Kane Scott is a commanding lead this late in the contest. And again, I'm going to say this again. It's I know disgusting. I've said it 12 times. <laughs> this punishment is horrible. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> Horrible, horrible. I'd rather have my fat ass on the calendar. You know what I mean? And that would not be good for anybody. We'd rather be we in the box. That. We can arrange that. 24 hours in the box? I think so. Oh, I honestly really? do. Yeah, because you don't know when this is coming. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. going to be part of the thing. Is <laughs> And we've gone seven weeks. Seven weeks. What is that? Four, 49 shots. That's a lot of damage. Dude. If it's three. That's a lot more than that. That's a lot. Yeah, 21 times. It's three a day. So I got one shot last football season. One. I still remember that, and that was not fun. That was one, like six months ago. Yeah, you keep sending me pictures of that. Five days a week. Sorry. It's 105 shots. For, for you know, for seven weeks. That's if it's seven weeks. You know, it's crazy, too. I didn't lose. I don't think I lost the pick so I haven't been shot in a long time. So I think that'll kind of make it worse. Guys, let's do this. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds Elmer fudge and bouncing buddhas Sweater stretchers, lung protectors Beach umbrellas, frost detectors Scooby snacks and snake eyes dice Jello molds and high beam lights Every day I probably use 99 words for booze. All right, here we go. Time for the Rule of Fake Results. Sponsored by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for week number seven. One point for each correct answer, Rule of Fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points. If you're right, zero points locked out. If you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. As I mentioned before, King Scott is your king of cans with a boob sweep. Mm. All three correct. It's over. Four yeah. points. Competition ends at 21. And whoever's in last place will suffer the consequences. Right now, it's me in last place. All by my lonesome with 11 points. Okay, my heart is... My heart hurts. So... All right. Is it good if I'm smelling almonds? Yeah. Is that <laughs> fine. If I smell burnt almonds, is that <laughs> all right for the uh, for the reveal? It's two, three, one. Photo two, photo three, and photo one. All right. 
Tones, let's begin a description of photo number two. Uh, this is a lovely lady who's got a tank top on. She has pulled that tank top down, and uh, she she does uh, display quite a bit of freckles here. But a straight-up booby mug shot. Everybody here real except for King Scott. This is his fake pick. He is on Fake Island. Oh, oh King Scott is on Fake Island. Not a bad pick. Daring, no. but not a bad pick. And this, this will set your mind at least at ease for now. If these are real, I'm safe for this week. If these are fake, it's not looking good for your hero. <laughs> All right. Donnie Fandango, photo number two, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, it was pretty close. Listeners, 55% went real. Listeners, correct, they're oh. real. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you're good oh, to go. Man. You can breathe this weekend. I can. Holy cow. <laughs> All right. Sorry. 12 points for me. 13 points for Moon, 14 points for Patrico, 15 points for Jeff. I got no more points for you. Yes. All right, photo number two real. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> On to photo number three. While photo number two has uh, extended your life in this competition by one week, this is the most important it is. of the week. It is. Uh, this is it's a lovely over, lady folks. who has a hand bra going on here. Uh, she is uh, covering up, I believe we call those Nepals, and uh, great nails. We mentioned that before. Everybody real here. Uh, Burton and Riz have uh, locked. Okay, we're real. All of us. These are so real, and I'm so mad. Jeff yeah. and I have yeah. locked in at real. Oh my god. This is huge. <laughs> you read Donnie's face here. This you can't, dude. Huge. I thought you were looking. Donnie's referring lie and just say they're fake. Donnie Fandango, photo number three. Real or fake? All right, guys, listeners for this one, overwhelmingly. 84% went real. Listeners correct. They're oh. real. Dude, we are in trouble. Yeah. Oinks. We are this in trouble. All right, King Scott's got 18 Woo. points. Jeff Burton has 17 points. Trico has 15. Moon's got 14. And now I have 14. So what this means is, right now, oh boy, this is, this would be good for me. If these are fake, I'm gonna throw Moon through a window. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these man. are double I'll, pains. I'll be, I'll so be get, last. Hey. I'll already be dealing with enough. <laughs> these are double pains. So you need to get after it. <laughs> how you many, need to really throw them hard. Yeah. How many does uh, how many points does Patrico have right now? Fifteen currently. Oh, so if if we get locked out, I'm 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 last by myself. Awful. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Laffy over here no, now. No, 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 no. Chipping the floor, Laffy right now. No, 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 Myself, Moon, King Scott, our so Lord. Big. They're so, They're so big. So big. No, I'm, you know they what I'm are. saying? Like nobody goes that big. Lord. <laughs> Lord's gonna help you with real fake picks. Please let these yeah. be fake. If these are fake, Moon is in last place by himself. If these are real, I'm still in last place. 
Freddy Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 68% went real. Listeners, incorrect, yes. they're fake. So stupid. This game is so stupid. Yes! We don't clap in your face when you go like. Yeah, you do. No, we don't. Yeah, you do. No, we actually don't. Pull the tape. We are all pretty silent when you lose. This is a butthurt situation. Jeff, but show me the receipt. Oh, I'm so honest. You can be excited. I've been in last place for weeks. I be, I, and I lost the last competition. I think that you could be excited, but I think the point that they're making is that if they I'm are confused. winning, they might temper it just a bit. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm saying. I don't think a fake would have been like that, right? I refuse. <laughs> no. I, I just, I, I refuse. Just, you can say, there's no way don't. a fake would have been like that. Reality is different than that reality. Okay, Lots of so emotions in this room right now. Here's, wow, going I'm just into week number someone eight. Is, uh, she misspelled fake. Get out of here. Don't talk crap about me. I'm not crapping fake. I'm not talking about crap about you. <laughs> um, now you know how it feels. What? I've been last before. It's all good. Next week's a new week, baby. It is a new week. I'm not, listen, I'm not cocky. I'm just happy about this week. All right, so going into week number eight, King Scott and Jeff Burton are tied for the lead. What is wrong with the world right now? Uh, I am uh, then next with 14 points. Patrico has 13 points, and Moon has 12 points. Ooh, you call BS on that? Game's a game. I'll take the lot. I'm losing right now. <laughs> I'm just laughing over the thing. <laughs> <laughs> goes, all right, let's take a look at this guy. Don't make fun of me! <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll take our final break of the morning, come back and wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! <laughs> what it is, is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri <laughs> Wake Up Broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Thank you, as always, Donnie, for... Doing the real fake thing. Anytime, guys. Anytime. Notice I thank you when it swings in my direction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, events to tell you about this weekend, Saturday, tomorrow, Jeff Burton, a book signing in Eureka at 10 a.m. at La Finca. Yeah, it's a really cool new uh, coffee place right there on Main Street in Eureka. So 10 to noon, come out there and get a book, a sign it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Jeff's uh, children's book. Yeah. Uh, Patrico, R&R Tire Express in Fairview Heights tomorrow starting at noon. And then the Riz Show at... Vices and Red Buds starting at 6 o'clock. Moon and the Teenage Dirtbags, they'll start playing at 8 o'clock. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I'll be there from 6 to 10. We, we uh, Teenage Dirtbags goes on at 8, uh, from 8 to 10. It is a rain or shine event, although I don't think we're going to have any sort of issues tomorrow evening out there. And... Uh, a little word I heard from Ryan out of Vices. He found some of the uh, some of the last Riz Show beer. So if you've been looking for that and, and you're looking for yet another reason to get out there, well, that. All the well, drink specials. It, and it raises money for yeah, the, the volunteer fire, fire department out there, which is a great group of people. Uh, don't forget about Riz Show Night at Swing Around Funtown at Fenton. That's May 19th. Get your tickets now at 1057thepoint.com. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Well, real or fake results are up there. Uh, we also have... <laughs> How'd you do? Uh, uh, Friday Fails played a great game today with uh, the Lullaby game. And then, of course, the title, The Length Did Not Bother Me. Find out, <laughs> find out why uh, by uh, checking out the blog and the podcast, all podcast directories, and, of course, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, also, don't forget about the Worst of the Week podcast with King Scott and Tony Patrico. Mm-hmm. That'll be up there uh, starting when? Uh, it comes out right around 5 today. Oh, 5 o'clock today. Yep. 
Uh, oh, we, we got we got a, we got a special thing going on today. King Scott's roommates joining us on the podcast. Ooh, Ten oh, questions nice. submitted for mm. King Scott's roommate. That is brilliant. Mm. <laughs> He's thrilled. Scott thrilled about that uh, teenage dirtbag show tomorrow. I think um, make sure if you're if you're on Twitch or any of that kind of stuff, get on Twitch.tv and follow at Riz Show, and then uh, Here Lies Moon. I'm going to be broadcasting some of that event. Um, just for anybody that's not able to make it, just to you know, kind of. Kind of peek at some of the, uh, the music and the fun that we have advices. And fun indeed. All right, Donnie, what do you got coming up? Uh, I've got your chance to uh, pick tickets since it is National Concert Week. We'll obviously talk blues. We'll talk about those Cardinals as well. And a ton of music between now and 2 o'clock. So hang out with me. All right, have a terrific weekend. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. It's Tiffany Galbraith one more time. Shouting her out from Alton, Illinois. Yeah. She wants to hear this song. We're playing. Yeah. Like this. this is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.